And we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Danny, girl. What's good? What's going on? Honey, Wednesday hump day. I'm so ready for the freaking weekend. I don't know what to do, honey. <sighs> Me Ooh. too. Why is it like that every week? It's kind of like, like a, a countdown to the weekend. Can't wait for the weekend to get here. Baby, when I say I wanted to call in to work so bad, mm. like, um, yeah, honey, I wanted to call in to work. I just, I was like, forget about it. Let me just take me a personal day so I can sit here and look crazy. And then my child comes in and remind me that he is at home with me. So it would defeat the person. <laughs> And I just get on up and go about my day. <laughs> you, you know what? You play entirely too much. Don't do Solomon Boo. Baby. Um, <laughs> that thing needy, honey. <laughs> okay, so he's not back in school? Because I'm seeing a lot of people um, sending their kids back to school. I had the option to send him back to school, but um, when something hits as close to home as COVID has hit for me, Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, okay, it's too much uh, risk for him to be in school with other kids all day. And I don't know what kind of distancing they're practicing. Mm -hmm. I, and, 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 then, and don't ask me because this does not make sense. He still plays basketball um, oh. once a week. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So it's like, it's so crazy because you don't really know which freaking direction to go into. But true, true. it's like he's at home all day with me. So I'm like, he needs the um, exercise. He needs yeah. to be able to get out. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be outside trying to um, play basketball. Like, girl, my basketball oh, no. ain't mm -hmm. over. No, ma'am. You, no, 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 you no, know what I'm saying? You. Like, I'm like, um, Solomon, I'm too cute to sweat, babe. I don't, you, well, no. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, honey, I, I, I can't, I can't get out there and, and, and I'm not a hooper anymore, honey, but. He got me out there like one day last week mm -hmm. and um, I let him win. Girl, I'm building ego early. Let <laughs> him win. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, you know, it's like, do it. You put him in school and then he's in school all day. And then it's like, no, nah, I'm not going to put him in school. So, yeah. yes, he's at home with me. And yeah, girl, no, 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 no free days, honey. No free days. <laughs> no free days. But shout you. out to Bat for the super chat because it wasn't a sticker. Thank you, Bat. <laughs> Thank you, Bat. We appreciate you, boo. Thank um, you. A lot of people now, I see people sending their kids back to school. To be completely honest, if my daughters were school age, they wouldn't be in nobody's school. But folks, like, these kids got to go somewhere. <laughs> Like, uh, 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 they driving me up the wall. They got the go. Baby, these chairs, these cheering is bad. <laughs> Listen, now y'all know what the teachers be going through. I'm uh, me, seriously. So I get it. I get it. I get it. It's stressful, and especially a friend of mine. She has five. So five, five, <laughs> baby, five. Yeah, that's too many. It's five. stressful. Yeah, like one, three, four, five. <laughs> you know what? I'm not about to play with you. The oldest isn't in school, um, but you know he's home. But the four, all the other four are five. Yeah, mm -hmm. five. <laughs> so she like, uh, uh, y'all got to go to school. And I don't know if I don't. I think they go to school like two or three days out the week, but not all, all five days. So yeah, girl. yeah it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. Five. 
Mm-hmm. That's a lot of kids. <laughs> you imagine how much food they go through at Baby, five, I, I don't five want five? to. I don't want to imagine. Girl, <laughs> I be honey, they would have been waiting at the school at the door before oh five. Listen, them? you got one and you like, uh-uh, he got <laughs> he getting on my nerves. Now, five, could you imagine? Solomon times five, baby. Girl, I'd have been child ain't even gonna say, you know, they already got a bad uh vision of women here anyway. But <laughs> oh god, shout out to Eyes and Sama. He says a fucking return. Thank you. Thank you. Eisen, we're some good old Christian women over here. I stopped practicing witchcraft. Oh. Um, I have repented, I have turned my life over to the Lord. I've been cutting up like I don't see Isaac he be in that chat baby cutting up you hear me yes and shout out to John Doe he says hello Danielle Hel- in concrete rose hi John Doe thank you yes but, uh, let's talk about a few other things that's going on, child, aside from us, like, dying for Friday to get here, because I feel the same way, and I literally have, have like, 10 million things going on, like, I, 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 I whew, Lord have mercy, so this is just what going to be going a long on, week. You, you, are you pregnant? Uh, wait, huh? Baby, don't try cursing. <laughs> oh, now, because I tried to curse you with five kids, don't you dare put that, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I am not pregnant, <laughs> but I have like more repairs being and renovations being done to my home. So um, dealing with that and that's like halting a ton of other stuff that I need to be doing. And, um, you know, got some other things going on that I'll tell you off the, off the air, child. So it's just a lot, but um, I'm gonna get through. Wait a minute, am I gonna have to get some Vaseline or anything? No, oh no, 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 nothing like that. Nothing, nothing violent. Just you know, trying to make some other moves too. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you about it. I feel you. Okay, because honey, you know I keep some uh, Air Max and some Vaseline ready, honey. Baby, I be ready. We don't need the Vaseline. Not today, boo. Not today. I'm glad to know you aren't ready. Okay, because you know. um, Honey. Yeah, hmm. I know. I know. Hmm. Um, there was something I wanted to mention to you that I was like, oh, I gotta ask Danny if she heard about this. Oh, I know what it was. It was something small. But okay, so do you know who Masika is? Yes. Okay, so Masika, for the some of the guys may not know, she was on the bad girls club like ooh, 10, 15 years ago, forever ago. And um she has a child with Fetty Wap. Uh, I think she's one of his 15 baby mamas. <laughs> and she is has a very slick mouth and always in some mess and just, yeah. So um, nonetheless, she got engaged last week. And why was it? It wasn't even four days. I think it wasn't even four or five days. And she called the engagement off, said her man was clout, her fiance was clout chasing, was attacking him on social media and all this, that, and the third. And then I think two days ago, um, she posted something saying she don't care what nobody says, she's going to get her fiance back. <laughs> it was like, 
if this man don't run for the hills, and I think, I don't know if he was a, an athlete. I don't know, like, what he did, um, you know, prior to dating her. But um, I think he has, like, his own money and stuff, if I'm not mistaken. It's Jamal um, Champ is his name. I don't know what, what he does, but um, I do know that Masika has um, quite a few issues. Um, mm-hmm. I know she's crazy as a box of rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that she's loud and boisterous. Um, the fact that she had had this man waiting around for like 10 whole years, baby. Oh, he waited years. for 10 years. Is it? He's been chasing her for yeah, 10 whole years. Not seven whole right days, baby. 10 whole years. You got and to be kidding fact, me. Baby, the fact, girl, child. Yeah, Masika. He could do better. He could do better. And, and yeah, he can do better. Um, so who, why is somebody chasing Masika for 10 years? Not to say that she's not an attractive one. Masika is cute. Um, she is, I think it's because she light-skinned. Baby, look. I, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you took the words off my mind. <laughs> That's the only Baby, thing they don't I give us no kind of option. I'm trying <laughs> to t- like, look, listen. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody chasing no dark-skinned woman for 10 years, 10 whole years. I'm talking about she's shown her character. She's always in some mess. She got a baby by Fetty Wap of all people. I mean, like, she's, you know, pretty ratchet. She always fussing and fighting with folk. Um, and she she's an attractive girl, but you know, she got a, a build a body, you know, you can see the, the, the lipo, um, indentations on her stomach and things of that nature. But for 10 years, yeah, she hmm. gonna, she gonna uh, run circles around him. Uh, if he was crazy enough to wait that long and mm-hmm. he was looking for some type of submission from her baby, Masika is for the streets. Masika, mm, yeah, child, yeah, child. Wait, I got two concretes. Okay, now we down to one. Concrete, is that you? Oh, shucks. Um, I can't hear you, but shout out to Watner for the super sticker. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate you guys coming through and kicking it with us today. Um, concrete, I can't hear you. So I don't know if you need to come out and come back in, but shout out to the chat. What do you ha- guys have going on? It's Wednesday, honey. Uh-oh, there she go. Or there she went. <laughs> concrete, you know we can hear you, right? Concrete. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you know we can hear you right Danny, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, okay. So- I'm working, working with the volume on my other one. Give me a second. It's fine. We can hear you just fine. But I can't hear anything. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. 
Girl, they say you over here channeling the spirit. See. <laughs> no, I don't know why that one ended. Hold on. Oh, no, no. You still here. I just dropped one down. I don't know. Okay, okay that's, that's, the, that's, that's, that's the right one, but I still can't hear on the other one. Give me a second. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Jack Spade. He says, oh, Jesus, not another retreat of submission. Ladies, your steely Dan awaits. Buzz that thing until the chrome wears off. Um, Jack Spade, what thing would that be? You know, we um Christians over here, baby. What, what, what thing is that? You know, me and Curlin have decided to wait um, until we got married. Yep. We said we're gonna wait. Say what now? Me and Curlin decided to wait um until we got married. <laughs> um wait, why is <laughs> you know what though? It's funny that you say that. That is not uncommon for people to decide to wait like after an engagement to like practice celibacy for the year or two years or, or however long they're engaged. That's not uncommon. I see women do that all the time. So like, they'll be like, okay, well, we're going to, uh, you know, be at not celibacy, but be abstinent until, um, until the, uh, wedding. You know, what's funny. Um, I actually tried to present that to Mr. Curlin, right? Mm-hmm. And he just laughed and laughed and laughed <laughs> and laughed. And I really felt some type of way about that because I was like, damn, you don't really think that I'm worth the wait? Like, oh. you don't think that? Like, that hurt my oh, feelings. So he just laughed and laughed and laughed. Like, it was the funniest shit on earth. And I felt some type of way about that because I was like, why he won't? He was like, girl, <laughs> like, you had a whole baby. <laughs> I'm not waiting. So. Yeah, um, yeah, he won't wait, guys. That's funny. Yep. See if are you here? Okay. So we're waiting on concrete. What else do you people have going on? Would you guys wait? Um, if you were about to get married, would you wait? Um, to do adult things. No. Yes. Would you guys wait? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, shout out to Wagner. He says Megan Good and her her husband are an anomaly for sure for waiting to marry. Um, I think that's a good idea. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Why y'all often know? Oh, God. Kid Cloud, you said throw it in a circle. <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, my love. What's going on? Oh my gosh, Jessica, I just knew you would be like, y'all would wait for a minute before y'all y'all actually went down the aisle. I was like, you know, we should wait and, you know, make it real special. And child, he was like, girl, please, <laughs> you don't get somewhere. 
well, he didn't say it like that, but y'all know curling nasty. So, but it was just kind of funny to me because I just knew, you know, like we'll just wait, you know, we'll hold off for a little while and, um, you know, just see what's popping like that. But oh well, oh well, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pronounce that? Oh gosh. Said that's because Megan had gotten all their hoeing out the way. Megan and the pastor, honey. Yes. See Haitian Re Re Reformation Project. He says waiting makes sex better, but sometimes it's still whack, anyways. Um you know what? You know what? Concrete. Concrete. I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Let's see if I have a bit of an echo. I thought I had an echo at first, but it sounds like we're good now. No echo at all. Nope. We're good now. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I, you, know, you see what T3 and I, that's a good, that's something that I actually wanted to bring up. Um, mothers can't make you wait. So hmm. I've heard this concept, like if a woman is a single mom, guys say they won't wait for sex because she's a single mom. And I get so offended by that because I'm like, it doesn't like a single mom doesn't necessarily make you entitled to some, um, you know, it doesn't make you entitled to that. And it's always funny hmm. to me when a guy says that he wouldn't wait for a single mom. Like guys talk about they wouldn't wait, but they say they definitely wouldn't wait for somebody that's a single mom. What do you think about that? Um, I've heard men say that too. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think that because a woman is a single mother, a lot of times her, you know, abstaining from sex may be tied to a spiritual journey. So, you know, being a single mother has could have absolutely nothing to do with her decision to abstain from sex. I don't think that your desire to abstain should be disregarded because you've had sex before. So if the woman isn't a single mother, but she's also not a virgin, maybe she's had 15 abortions. So she's she you can hold out for her and it's OK to abstain in a relationship with a woman like that. But because I decided to have my children, then I'm not worth abstaining. I think that people's decision to be celibate, abstain, whatever you may have you um, is rooted in all different kinds of things. And I don't think the fact that a person has a child should make you disregard that. Yes, yes. I think it's kind of crazy for um, people to say that, but um, shout out to Jack Spade. He says, men need to buy their women a buzzer. Let it do all the work. You take mm. the mound in the eighth inning, retire the side in both innings and call it a night. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, you sound like you're about that acrobatic. Listen. <laughs> and shout out to Jessica X for the super sticker. Thank, Thank you, Jessica. Jessica. Wait a minute. Thank you, Jack Spade as well. <laughs> Curly said it's not a it's not about being entitled. It's like, don't try to act brand new now. Okay. Now, okay, so Bro Curlin brings up an interesting point though. So let's take out the fact that a person is a single mom or whatever. 
um, if you've been engaging in the act of sex with your partner, is it okay, like in the middle of things to say, not in the middle actually of the act, but you know, somewhere along the relationship to say, oh, I think we should abstain. Now, what do you think about that? Wait a minute. So in the middle of a relationship, you're going to sit here and tell your man that y'all should abstain in the middle of a relationship. That's what I've you're seen asking? women do it. I've seen it, Danny, for two reasons. I've seen it after the proposal. So, and I don't know okay. if that is kind of building up the anticipation of on the wedding day. And I've seen women yeah. do it to try to get a ring. Um, okay. So when you play games like that, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes to a certain degree. Now, if you're doing it, trying to get a ring, um, yeah, I think he's going to do what he's going to do anyway. And I don't think that's going to make a man give you a ring if you're, um, <laughs> if you're trying that, um, Carla says she's trying to get rid of him. <laughs> Like, if you want to keep getting what you enjoy, you got to give me what I want. Yeah, I, I just like now that now I can understand trying to get the ring. But it is if you've ever given a man the cookie already and you try to withhold the cookie, that man is going to look at you like you have lost your entire mind. Like I was like, you know, babe, what if we had tried to wait? And Curlin looked at me like I had like three heads. He was like, lost your damn mind. You Danny, that's not a foreign concept of women weaponizing sex. Like women weaponize sex all the time. Oh, wait a minute. But do you think that that's weaponizing sex? That is weaponizing sex to say I'm, we're not having any more sex unless you give me a ring. I think that, that oh, is well, that's weaponizing sex. But I'm saying like uh, after you already get the ring and you say that you want the um, let's just say you saying um, for the sake of your wedding day, you want your wedding day to be really special and really sacred or whatever, whatever. And you say you you may abstain for however long you guys choose to abstain for into your wedding. Uh I don't think that's weaponizing sex, but I think it's a little silly for me. Uh, what's the purpose? I mean, you a Gemini, honey? Uh-huh. Um, no, I would never do something like that. It's not going to be brand new because you wait a year while you plan your wedding. You don't think so? <laughs> no, that's the same old thing. <laughs> that's the same old thing. Still need a new trends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, though. Um, shout out to Jack Spade. He says, with Russell Wilson having a lot of time on his hands with the NFL NFL season over, I'll have him visit the panel to explain this all. Hashtag Sierra whipped me. <laughs> Yeah, Sierra's old freak self. She probably did. Yeah, yeah. we want to hear from Cece, not him. <laughs> what you mean? Girl, Cece was probably putting the thing down. Oh, yeah. she was. You know, she got the Meg knees. She had Meg knees before Meg ever came out. Maybe she was the Meg before Meg, wasn't she? Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> Sierra was our, Sierra's our uh, single mother hero, child. <laughs> wow. You know, we said the Sierra prayer over here. You see, we both engaged, all right? Mm. Mm. I'm trying to tell you, Cece gives us hope. <laughs> 
Carlin, please go away. Wait, wait, wait. He says she want her wedding day to be special. Get married in Jamaica and get some of that good good. That'll make it special. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> <to> Carlin. <laughs> okay, so what if they're not saying abstaining for the entire time while they're planning the wedding, but they're saying, okay, you know, we're getting married in a month. Like let's let's abstain just for the month while we're getting and then it, because like just you know we're we're all adults here, you know sometimes not engaging makes you more excited about it when it's time to engage. So I, what if it's a shorter period of time? The, I I don't see anything wrong with that, and I, I'm I'm kind of curious as to why people would um see anything wrong with that aspect of it like waiting like a month before you actually do it isn't that big of a deal to me um i don't really see that as being like oh my gosh you know we're gonna wait for so you know it's not really that big of a deal but now if you're trying to get a ring from a dude and you like well um, you're gonna just withhold it because you're trying to get a ring i guarantee he'll be uh He'll have somebody flat, uh, flat on their back quicker than you can say mm. hot pocket. And uh, <laughs> yeah, child, Bab say she is waiting. She don't care. She don't care. Bab, hold off on it, honey. Now, if you didn't already did, is you can't be like, hey, hey, you know, you, if you not already did it, you can't. It ain't no backsies. <laughs> you know what? Um. That 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 I, I agree with you, and I feel like too, just like the the month prior to your wedding, just you're gonna be so busy with like putting the final touches on everything, unless you have a wedding planner who who's doing like everything. Which I'm not doing that. I'll have a day of planner, but it's still like I get kind of bogged down into like the small details and stuff. So I know like the month before your wedding is going to be super busy so i don't see i don't see anything being wrong with that but i my, my partner would have to be on board 100 percent. it's not something i would be forcing like you ain't getting none i don't care what you say you know if he you know wants to be intimate i'm not going to be like nope oh, i said a month like that i just i think that it's kind of silly to to kind of be holding to that, that you know but if it works for you you know go ahead Shout out to Infinity Love oh. Harris. She says, if he loves you, he'll wait. <laughs> Infinity Love. Listen, okay. So if Bro Carlin loves you, he'll wait. So I think starting right, starting right now. <laughs> no, he Baby. Oh, no. oh, I don't know if I actually disclosed this to him. I ain't giving shit back. I, bruh. <laughs> He gifted that to you, boo. That's no. It's over. It's over. Girl, no bags over here. Mm -mm. <laughs> Honey, the ring stays with me. <laughs> Listen, I don't play those type of like ultimatums, you know. Like I just I don't do that type of stuff with like First of all, my man ain't going. <laughs> if I give him an ultimatum, he literally will, like, he's one of those people that's going to push the limits. So he'll be like, oh, okay, so it's either this or that. And like, he, if I, if I say, if you don't do this, you're not getting that. He's literally not going to do it intentionally. And like, he's just one of those people. So that wouldn't work for him. But I don't play those types of games anyway. I think it's just, you know, it's, it's childish. Okay, he told me to read his last four comments in a row. Oh. 
see how submissive I am? Um, uh -huh. he says, Will you marry me? She says, yes. Mm -hmm. He says, um, we're going to be celebrate during the engagement. And he said, get my ring back. Child. Mm -hmm. Baby, Eisen says she's gonna be at the altar by her damn self. You thought he was sweet, yes. I don't know why I thought Eisen was so sweet. I don't know, I was mistaken. Wait, Eisen Sama or Eisen Johnson? No, but you know what? You guys are tough. I think that, like, they are. I mean, first of all, like, we're in a male-dominated forum, so nobody's going to admit that, yeah, you know, if my woman tells me that she wants to wait, I'm going to wait because they don't want to seem like a simp. But I do think mm -hmm. that more of the men would acquiesce to their woman's desires in, in private, you know? They ain't going to tell nobody, but, you know. That is so, so true. Do you think that they use the overuse the word simp? What do you think about that? Do they? Man, listen, if I had a dollar for every time they use that word in this space, I, I would be rich. Seriously. I would be living large. I was like, um, to be honest, and this is just my personal opinion. You know, I think the word cuck is overused too. And I'm like, Okay, unless you're dealing with a virgin, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, you everybody can wear the label. Everybody can wear the label unless they're dealing with a woman that's never done anything with anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, then yeah, it, it's over with. But I, you know, I noticed that people use a simp. Um, you know, it was funny. Curlin defended me, and they was like, "Oh, he's being a simp," and I'm like, "Damn." You can't sip for your woman like you don't sip for somebody that you that you that that's yours. Um, yes, if that person is yours, there to me, there's no such thing as simping for somebody that's yours. But I, I just thought, yeah. that, um, real I interesting. And I think that I, I question the character of any man who's not defending his woman. Like, are you you supposed to defend your woman? What type of whack men you know are aren't gonna come to the the defense of their woman? Like. What type of guys are you guys used to? I guess they want men in this space to check their woman and ride with the fellas. That, that's like, you know, what, what kids did back in high school. You know, you want to look tough in front of your boys, so you don't want to defend your woman. Nah, that's, come on, we grown, we grown ups. Girl, he said, yep, nothing for a month is an introduction to what's going to happen during the course of the marriage. Fellas, don't clear your contact list. Baby, see, this is why you go through the phone and you delete everything for them. You help okay, them out. But you know, some of these men be having an extra side phone, though. What about that phone you don't know about? <laughs> that's, Girl, that's, this that's, is that's why when he goes to sleep in the middle of the night, you get up and you check the consoles. Um, you go under what they the call the You're gonna be in the car. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be in the car, but it's usually gonna be like where he keeps the spare tire. Um, in the console, oh. the glove box. This is the time that you start doing your homework, ladies. Okay. Uh, don't let, especially where he keeps the spare tire. Especially there, they have a lot of stuff over there. Girl, have you ever heard of men getting extra apartments on the side? No, baby, extra a whole extra apartment though. Listen, listen. Let me tell you this. Men will get um 
other, they'll get with other men. Um, they'll all split up the rent. They'll have it'll be fully furnished, laid completely out. Like um, not like not like a, a you're going to like a bum place, but like completely furnished, laid out. Um, they'll all split the rent monthly. They'll have like a chick lease oh. in their name or something. They'll split the stuff monthly and they'll bring their chicks back there. You oh. ever heard? Hmm. Yeah, honey. Um, no, I did not know about that. <laughs> that is news to me. Yes. Yes, they will have whole entire apartments on the side. Um, and usually most women don't know about it because most women aren't counting um, all the monies that come in and come out, which is why you should have a joint bank account with your man. So all the money comes in, like no hidden, no side accounts or whatever, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, um, I've heard now these some straight up hoes down here, honey. So I've heard I've seen it and heard it all, honey. Yes, that's why you check. You got to check. Listen, you teaching me because this some of this stuff I hadn't even heard of. I can tell you that your volume went really low. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're good now. Sorry, I put my head to the side. Excuse me. Yeah, but, girl, um, I did not know about that. This is like news to me. I have not heard about <laughs> men going in on an apartment with their boys. Like that sounds like like disgusting because I can imagine you know what all is on the bed but um it is it, uh -huh, I got one better for you they almost doing it like a Airbnb they get a cleaner oh, lady right. to come through and everything honey Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, so um, you got a cleaning lady coming through once a week to make sure all the trash and everything is taken out. Hey. The stuff is washed. Listen, listen. You know what? Though I can't even hate. They're getting smarter. <laughs> I can't lie though. They're getting smarter. That like who would have even thought? Like men typically do not know how to cover their tracks. They don't know how. They're usually they're gonna have like the hotel receipt in their pocket or you know you can check their debit card and it shows right. you to the rear roof in or something but like they're getting smarter but you ain't really checking for it like if and especially if you and your man have separate accounts you're mm -hmm. not even checking to see if um a hundred two hundred dollars is coming up right. missing a month because right. most people are gonna blow that anyway you're not even thinking about it yeah mm -hmm. Wow. Um, dang, this is new to me. Now I'm concerned. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I ain't got nothing to worry about. But serious, they, they getting their game tight, though. Girl. Hmm. They're definitely getting their game tight. But what else is going on? Are you ready to hop up into this topic, ma'am? Yes, let me read the super chat from our brother Raja. Long live the habitual line steppers, honey. Long live. Um, mm -hmm. he says a simp. Oh, excuse me. A simp is a man that protects women that he has no vested interest from accountability. Other definitions come from people that just discovered the, the word a few years ago on the internet. Thank you so much, Roger. And shout out to Jack Spade. He says, yep, we call that the tag pad. Oh, we got an opening for a gentleman over 45 to get to oh. our ATL setup. No sense oh. supply. Um, I don't, I don't know why you announcing this shit over here, Jack. Don't tell Kirkman about that. He ain't coming. I already got the truck on his. Never mind. Uh, what, what about this topic, though, girl? 
Um, about this topic though, survival versus submission. Which one do you choose, sis? Which one you choosing? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say submission every time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen. You know, the sisterhood, y'all ass on y'all own this week, honey. I don't know what to tell y'all this week, honey. Uh-oh. Survival versus submission, which one do you choose? I want to survive out here in these streets. What? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm completely joking. Um, I'm definitely going to choose submission, but we're going to go off a little bit deeper into this topic and what we mean by survival versus submission. So um, this topic came from the notion that submission in and of itself, in its purest form, goes against self-preservation. So for women, for men out here telling women they need to submit uh, you know, the problem with black women is they don't submit, you know, um, submission, submission, submission. The uh, premise of the argument being made today is that submission goes against the very um, essence of self-preservation. So before we do anything, I want to read off the definition. definitions. So for submission, submission is the action or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. Whereas self-preservation is the protection of oneself from harm or death, especially regarded as a basic instinct in human beings and animals. So based on those definitions, you know, self-preservation is essentially, you know, you protecting yourself. So whereas submission is you're essentially yielding and giving up that protection to yield and acquiesce to someone else's leadership. And the question again is, you know, does that go against your very natural instinct to protect yourself, to actually submit and yield to um, that authority? Um, What are your thoughts, Danny? I think one of the biggest problems these days is most women don't know who to submit to. Um, Then I think the other biggest problems is um, a lot of men don't necessarily deserve submission. And I know uh, men don't want to hear that, that aspect of it, but um, if you're not a man with that's on your shit and Hmm. you're, you're, just kind of out here living and you surviving your damn self, you can't really expect the woman to submit to you. If you're trying to get it figured out and you don't know what the hell is going on and this, that, and the third, and you trying to figure out your way and you don't really have the leadership abilities or qualities. I don't really feel like those type of men deserve submission. Like, and, and, and men have to be willing to lead and accept a woman's submission. Um, you have some men who don't necessarily want submission you have some men who like mm-hmm. who like a, a ghetto bird who like a fight who like an argument who wants the, who wants the uh bullshit and i don't think that people give enough credence to that especially within this space and i want to send a very special shout out to my home girl kimberly biggs up in this piece hey kim what's up chicky well but, you know um, what? what do you think I wanted to say this. So you're saying that certain men don't deserve submission, but I'm saying submission in in, in its 
um, the, the, by definition, is going against uh, you know a woman's natural inclination to protect herself. To me, even when I think about um, submission, and I, I like I I believe that submission is not innate. I think that it goes against our innate natural um, natural instincts. So I think that submission is really a learned skill. Even when we really? think about women, and yes, I think that even when we think about women in um, the Middle East, I think that they have been cultivated to be submissive because they're born into a culture that nurtures that uh, mindset. That whereas we are not, because we're born in a culture that nurtures the opposite mindset: independence and you know, um, being a strong woman and, you know, not necessarily acquiescing to a man's leadership. I mean, I think that if those women had the option that they would not choose to submit, like, for example, women in the Middle East, literally, they have to, um, they have to, um, in, in Afghanistan specifically, women are like actually taken to test to see if they're actually virgins um, in, in order to determine if they'll be able to go to school, marry, get a job, all of those things. So I don't think that a woman would willingly, you know, subject herself to that if she had any other, if she had any other choice or if she knew anything outside of that. So I think that that's something that's nurtured, not something that's automatic. So I think that like for the arguments that are constantly made as it relates to black women, us not being submissive, not being submissive, uh, you know, African-American women are not, that, that's not something that's cultivated within us. And it's not something that we're born with because naturally our, our, our inclination is to, you know, self-preservation. And that's the opposite of what we would um, think of when we, when we think of submission. I'm looking at it like this. Um, shout out to books for Moses. He says submission is a funny thing to me. Yes, I want a woman to follow my lead, but I also want her to step up and correct me when I'm wrong. Um, books for Moses, I think you bring about a good point. I was gonna say like what Black Wizard is saying. Um, I <laughs> actually think that those women have survived because they have submitted. Um, they don't have the same single mother rate. Um, they do have more of a family structure. And if you're talking about building a strong nation, family is the backbone of strong nations. And so um, when but I think, people think that that's what's like, so why have we survived? We haven't submitted. And what's kept us surviving? How, how have we survived? If, if you know, um, um, as it relates to your point regarding submission being the reason that they've been able to survive. I don't necessarily. Uh, okay. So if we're talking about surviving versus quality of life, um, a chick living in a projects versus a chick um, being at home with her husband, being in a nice house in a secure, a more secure environment to me is a totally different thing than a chick living in a projects with our kids. I don't necessarily think that that's, um, I'm not going to say that's not a way to live because I am a single mother, um, but I've never lived in a project, thank God. But, mm -hmm. and, and no slight to those women, but I'm just saying like, if you're talking about having a family versus not having a family, 
and um, the way our family structures are set up, I think it it makes a weaker society. Um, first of all, you'll have boys who are not being raised by their their fathers. Um, that makes that makes for weaker men. Um, if you don't have fathers in the home and you're dealing with um, women, and you know, of course, they're going to be outliers to every situation. So, definitely not not saying that they're not outliers to all situations, but. Um, two parent households does produce better adults, better people in society. And um, so I, I think that two parent households definitely yield better results. However, I think that it's I, I watch documentaries on women in the Middle East who are fighting to be liberated, who are fighting to uh, you know, have some of the same freedoms that we have here. So I don't know that they would agree with you. I don't know that they would agree with you that they have a better standard of living. In addition, there are places in the Middle East where women are married and they still live in, they have very meager uh, living quarters. Now, Jessica X said something interesting. She said, you submit to the state and law. And that's another point that I actually wanted to touch on, Jessica. I think okay. that also, as it relates to um, the topic, when we think about submission and submitting to our kings, it's also hard to submit to um, to um, males in a society that are, you know, not the dominant group. So that's also another reason why it's easier to submit to a boss. It's easier to submit to the government or the state. It's easier to submit to who's, whoever is signing your paycheck uh, as opposed to someone who's not the dominant force in that society. Mm. That's a good point. Um, shout out to Brother Roger. He says women in our community have already proven that the requirement for submission is to have nothing as a man. Sure, women will ask men for stuff if she figures out you have something, but having something is not a requirement. Damn, Roger, did you have to hit us upside the head like that? What? Woo. Roger always hoops upside in the head. But you know what? Um, <laughs> listen, Roger, I can't even believe that you said that. I don't even know how to articulate a response to that. Um, I, I really don't think, I, to be completely honest, women aren't submitting to fools that don't have anything. I don't no, understand. No, no, concrete. Now, I, I actually have to give some credence to what he's saying because if okay. you have all these single moms, and these women aren't requiring marriages or whatever. Um, there is something to be said with the single mother rate because a lot of women from other cultures, we have the highest single mother rate. Um, you know, we can't go, we can't, we can't ignore that. And so um with Many other single mothers doesn't equal submission though, because they laid down and opened their legs, that was an exchange of pleasures. That does not equate it to wasn't an exchange of pleasures, honey. They say 90% of us ain't ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was what they believed to be an exchange of pleasures, whether or not pleasure was exchanged in the oh, moment. Yeah. But that was yeah. them acting on their uh, innate desire to you know have sex that was not um that does not prove submission in any way shape or form but um wouldn't wouldn't we say that marriage would be like what submission is like if they are having children with their husbands to me um no. a woman getting married to me is a form of submission to no. me I you don't, don't think so no absolutely not like 
you know, marrying someone, <laughs> listen, marrying someone does not even, marriage, uh, marrying a man, a black man, um, they don't require submission in order to marry. So women marry men all the time and don't submit to them, don't yield to them. They run the relationship. Men say in this space that women flip it, flip it once they marry them and they're withholding sex, don't want to clean, don't want to cook, don't want to do this. So no, I don't think that that's proof of, you know, that marriage is evidence of submission. I would say that, and, and the only reason that I say that is because most people, I think, marry under religious doctrine. Would you agree to that? Yes, I do think that most people marry under, uh, you know, under religious doctrine. And so in most, um, now I ain't going to sit here and say that I've heard, girl, let me not even front. I ain't heard nothing but American vows before. So I can't <laughs> say what's in other people's marriage vows. But um, generally what I've heard from marriage vows, it's God, the husband, the wife, everybody else from what I, from what I understand. And so if, they are marrying under um those those things if they're marrying under that type of law then to me that is supposed to be like the natural form of submission like to me if you're saying that you're getting married then and if you're marrying under those vows then that would that is supposed to be um your submission to your husband well i guess it depends upon what well, n- number one that i think that you know i'm assuming that we're talking about like uh, Christianity, when, when, you know, and, and, and uh, the subject matter when we talk about religion, I'm assuming that you're primarily referring to Christianity. Yeah. But um, there are several interpretations to what submission means as it relates to the Bible. Um, I've heard actual um, interpretation that, you know, submission means you, uh, that the Bible indicates that you should both be in servitude to one another when you marry. So, you know, different arguments can be made using religious texts to 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 support whatever agenda you're trying to push. Yeah, that's very true. Um, Shout out to New. He says, I got women that come to the crib that do more than these so-called married <laughs> chicks. Well, no hell they trying to get married. That's why they doing so damn much. If I was... Uh, mm, mm. Listen, um, Listen, oh, I was trying to read Jessica X's comment, but um, I, I don't know. I think that we both bring about some good arguments as it relates to submission. I guess my, you know, um, thinking is just that thinking about uh, a woman and her yielding. And when, even when you think about like animals, when you think about mammals, um, typically if a mammal comes up against a stronger mammal, they don't typically yield. Um, excuse me, if you watch like Animal Planet and things of that nature, number mm-hmm. one, they, they try to stay low. They try to avoid, you know, um, uh, predators or, you know, they try to avoid bigger uh, mammals that might see them as prey. Um, yeah. They, you know, try to stay low and out the way. They don't typically yield when they come up against them and submit to those other larger mammals. So, and I think, you know, just thinking about it from the, standpoint of survival. However, I do understand the points that you're making. And if we, we that, that same argument can be flipped to say 
uh, in order to survive in our society, that it is important to come under the submission of a man because we're looking at women that are not being protected. We're looking yeah. at not being provided for. Hmm. So if these are the things that you desire, submitting and yielding to a man would uh, might likely garner the better results for us as Black women. So I understand that the argument can be made both ways. I was just taking aside for the sake of our intro. However, do you have anything else to add before we open it up? No, honey. I think it's time to open this thing on up, honey. Let's go yeah, get it. So I already know what y'all about to come up here and say. Um, and I'm ready. <laughs> Bring it. Bring your tail. Honey, they coming for your ass today, concrete. Yes, they are. They always. And they trying to say, listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you my pet peeve. My pet peeve is when a person tries to tell me my intent <laughs> and they're telling me, making arguments that what my first commentary that I said when I said um, that I would choose survival over submission, that that was, that was how I truly feel. Yeah, so, girl. You know that's how you really, really feel. <laughs> I, would, I would choose submission over survival is, you know, just hogwash, which is like so far from the truth. But, um, you know, you, you rock on. I'm not even going to argue with you guys tonight as it relates to that. I'm not going to argue with the chat. But if you come up here and you come for me, <laughs> be ready. Uh -oh. hey, What's up, people? How's everybody doing? Happy Ooh, New Year. Stage, your mic is clear. It is. What you talking on? Look here, y'all just don't know. I'll I'll tell y'all what y'all need to get, but it's gonna cost y'all a, pr a pretty penny. You can't come cheap with it. <laughs> y'all always want to sell some. Can't you just help a black sister out? Help man, I ain't a black woman out. Man, I ain't selling nothing. I'll send you to the people that sells it. I'll just direct you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you yeah, wanted, but what you, you wanted what to refer to that. Where is Cooter when you need him? What is that? <laughs> uh hell, I don't know. Let me let me turn it around. I've had this thing for like 10, 12 years. It does sound good. Sounds great. It's a, uh, if you can hear me. Oh, uh, AK. You went out. Yes, yeah, a AKD uh, microphone. I've had this thing for about 12, 13 years. Okay. okay. So uh, let me, let me, let me, let me rain on people before everybody else jumps in. All right. So my thing is, um, mine is uh, taking out submission. It really comes down to quid pro quo, meaning I would give you this or these for that or those. Uh, when both sides discuss uh, quid pro quo, not so much about submission, one will begin to hear the unequalness in the giving and receiving. Um, survival is only as successful as the partnerships that uh, a person for uh, has retained. So the question that that brings the question that needs to be asked is. Uh, who and what are the survival women uh, being supported by and what is the what is the partnership? What is the successfulness of those partnerships mm. and what are the trade offs and the consequences? Um, now, go, go, talking about submission, when it comes to submission uh, is discussed, women have made it clear. And this is black, female, black, white, even Hispanic women, they've made it clear that they want to be an independent ent entity within a marriage or a committed joint union. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I'm not going to rain on people parade, but unfortunately for most women, the wedding is the accomplishment. 
the marriage is just a bad aftertaste. Everybody, everybody wants that that wedding. They want the dress. They want the the crowd of people watching them, and they mm-hmm. want all the the uh, shit that comes along with the with the wedding the wearing the wedding ceremony itself. But folks got a problem with the marriage. That's that's the meat of the whole of the whole union. Um. The thing is, I think that you bring about some interesting points, Jack. However, I'm sorry, let me read bro David Johnson's super chat real quick before I get off into this. David Johnson says, if you're with a man, then you owe him submission. Strong language. 100. If he's not who you want to submit to, then you should not be sleeping with him. Asking for or expecting anything from that man. Simple. Um, David Johnson, I don't know about that. I think that you have an interesting point, but I don't think that being with the man, I don't think that 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 um you're automatically entering into a agree- in agreement to uh, submit to a man because you're with him. That, that, but the whole hard. okay, I, I guess that's what I'm trying to understand. If you're choosing to be with somebody. You're choosing to sleep with him. You're choosing, um, and, and this is supposed to be the man that's supposed to care for you. Um, and that's the man that's supposed to, to, to provide for you. What's the problem? Like, uh, and it's, it's, un, it's unfathomable to me, um, for me to be able to sleep with a man, ask him for this, that, and the third, but then he asked me to do something that I don't want to do or do some shit that I don't want to agree with. And I have such a problem with that. When, especially if you've signed up under certain vows or you've come into certain agreements, it's just like, what's the point? Well, let me ask you this, Danny. Have you ever slept with a man that you did not submit to? Do you submit to every man? uh, You you know I'm engaged, right? Ma'am, don't do that. I'm talking about in the past. Like, have you ever been with someone that you did not submit to? I don't think that it's automatic. I don't think that sleeping with someone or even dating someone that you are automatically bound to. You open your legs to a man that is a form of submission. So, um, if you have opened your legs to a man and let a man, I I got you. But Mm -hmm. to me, to me, if you have ever opened your legs up to a man, to me, that is a form of submission. Um, you allowed a man to ravage your body, certain certain aspects of man, a man that you allowed to control you at a certain period of time. I think that is a form of submission. Um, so in my opinion, no, I haven't dealt with a man that I didn't submit to because to me, if you're allowing a person to do certain things to you and with you, to me, that is a form of submission. Um, and and sex, to be honest with to 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 be honest with y'all, to me, sex is one of the ultimate forms of submission. Um, so I, I put a lot into that. And I but and, and to get what you're saying, um, if there were times where I was dealing with a man and I was having sex with him and I didn't feel like he was worth submitting to anymore, I actually stopped having sex with those people. So that's where I met with it. What about see, you? Okay. But so see, it goes back. Let me, let, hold on one second. Um, Jack Spade. Um, I, I wasn't talking about sex at all, but I do agree that sex is a form of submission. I do agree that, you know, um, typically women submit 
during the act of sex. Not always, but I do agree. But I wasn't talking about that at all. I'm not talking about in a sexual way. For some reason, us as Black people, we find it easier to, you know, engage and and um and acquiesce in during these intimate acts. However, that doesn't mean that you're submitting to him in the household. That doesn't mean that you're yielding to his leadership. That does not mean that he is leading the household or that you're following him or he's guiding you and your family at all. So I wasn't talking about it from that aspect, but to answer your question, um, yes, I have been with men that I did not submit to. I don't think that it's automatic. I think that for me, um, first off, I've been with men that that did not display the leadership qualities required for me to submit to. And that was when I was much younger and did not have the knowledge that I have as an adult woman with life experience. Um, however, uh, that for, so for that reason, I, I don't think that every person that you are dating, entertaining, that you submit and yield to them. I think that they, they should display leadership qualities in order for you to submit to them. I think that it's dangerous to submit to someone who has not displayed those qualities, but as people, as women, as keepers of, you know, of, 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 of our um, bodies, we really shouldn't be engaging in sex with someone who we don't believe show and display those leadership qualities either. Um, so that, that's just to answer I, I'm your not question. Gonna sit here, I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't understand what you're talking about. Um, but personally, and I'm saying personally for me, um, if I felt some type of way, because I, I do think like, um, because he did say sleeping with and you're asking for stuff from and, and this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to sit over here and say that uh, you, it, you've you never, you can't take advantage of a man, this, that, and I, I get I get exactly right. what you're saying. I feel like uh certain guys can be ran over. I understand where you're coming from, but in my my to me, if I'm doing all certain things with a person, then now and, and it it'll get to a point cuz relationships don't always last. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes mm-hmm. you may not feel like a uh, that man's leadership was enough for you. And so to me, then it's kind of like time to part part ways. Like, okay, yeah, I know I can run his ass over, so this isn't going to be a good fit for me. I don't think he's manly enough for me. I get that aspect of it, but I I couldn't, right. me personally, I couldn't continue to remain in those situations because it made me feel like I was dealing with a bitch if I was dealing with somebody that I didn't want. You know, right. does that make sense? Okay. No, no, no. I understand that. And I'm not even talking about it from that aspect. I dealt with men who are who were manly, but there, you know, um, there are certain things that I looked for in a leader. So they might have been manly, masculine, but some of the traits that I need in someone who I'm acquiescing to, yielding to, who whose tutelage I am directly under, they did not display some of those things. But like I said, this was when I was much younger. Um, and I know like as an adult, I, I, I am, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate in this argument. As an adult, as a woman, 
of mature age uh, today, like I agree 100% with what you're saying, but I know what's applicable to me and you is not applicable to everyone else, especially younger women in our society. So I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm on the same page, like, as as you say, if this, you know, my fiance is who I am with intimately. He is who I go to for instruction. He is who, you know, provides for me. So as a result, like, absolutely, I submit to him. I'm just, you know, speaking on it from the the other side. I got you. I got you. Um, Shout out to David Johnson. He says, anything else is simply manipulation bottom line. Thank you so much, brother David. Shout out to Bay. He says, I've seen that some women don't know how or un- or are unwilling to switch out of survival mode for their dude, but expect him to bend over backward Ooh. for her. Um, Ooh, now, if, she is, if she is unwilling, and that, that's another thing though, guys. If a woman is unwilling to let go of being single, um, and it's just certain things like, and I think for most women, especially when you enter into new relationships, it's hard to let go of having a single mindset because you're used to doing it by yourself. That, that, you used to that. paying all your bills by yourself. Absolutely. You don't ask anybody to go anywhere. You get up and you can go whenever you please. That's um, it, Danny. He, he hit on something. When bro curling that comment, you are absolutely right. There are some women who are unwilling or don't know how to switch from that survival mode because they've been in that mode for 20, 30. Some of these women have been in survival mode since they were young teens. So as a result, they don't know how to allow a man to leave, how to step back and, and, and um, you know, yield to him and allow him to direct you, how to even do things as small as, like you said, they have this independent mindset. They don't know how to do things as small as, you know, uh, uh, you know, checking in, letting him know, hey, I'm going to be out late. I've had conversations with women and I actually had a similar conversation today where women were saying that, you know, their their partners would get mad about them taking out the trash or changing the tire and not calling him up and saying, hey, babe, I got a flat tire. Like and they were saying, like, I'm trying. It's just ingrained in me to do everything for myself. So some women just don't know how to kind of, um, you know, uh um, transition into that submissive role. You know, I, 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 let me I, drop this real quick before I, before I drop off. I mean, I, y'all, y'all guys I can have the whole, the whole panel. I got it. Uh, okay, I go, call go it ahead, Oh, I call let Jack Spade go and then Benjamin, we're going to get you in here. We ain't heard from you in a minute and I know you have limited time. Go ahead, Jack. Okay, I'll get to the end part. I call that bull about the women who don't want to let go of their independence. Like I said uh, in my opening part, about unfortunately you have women uh, that want to be independent entities within a uh, within a union, a joint union. Agreed. If you if you if you're going to step into something like that, you're going to have to give up something. Now you can't say, "Well, I want to be in this, but I don't want to give up these." Like when I got married, you know, I had been single for for a while. There are certain things I knew I would have to let go in order for this. Uh, relationship, this marriage to be successful. Now with me being divorced and now have been single for a long period of time, there's just certain things that I'm, I'm more hesitant to give up. And that is the reason why I don't jump into uh, relationships demanding for it to meet certain criteria that, that, uh, that may 
demand of me to let certain things go. A lot of these women, they just need to be honest. If you, if you want to have this, are you willing to give up these? If you're not willing to give up these, then don't say that you want to be in a relationship. You can't have it both ways. And that's my, that, that is actually my closing remark. Thank you. Thank you, Jack Spade. We appreciate you. And I love your commentary. Like I said, I'm just playing devil's advocate tonight. So, Benjamin, what are your comments? on? But y'all get yourselves on that ADK mic. Stick your game <laughs> oh, I'm going to look into it. But, um, Benjamin, we ain't heard from you in forever. What you got to say on the topic? Yeah, I've been busy. Uh, hello, Sister George, Concrete Rose, the general. What up, Benjamin? What up, what up? Yeah, interesting topic. Um, Jason Black, shout out to him, even though, you know, he did a piece slamming the black manosphere the other night. But he makes an interesting comment when he says, if a woman doesn't submit to a man's leadership, she will submit to a man's misleadership. What do you guys think about that? Um, you know what? I think that's a very, very interesting point. Um, and she, you, I, I really don't know how to answer that because it's like, what is, what exactly is misleadership? Is uh, she holding the door when he go rob the bank? Is she the getaway driver? Um, is is he a street dude and she's bagging up crack? Like, what's misleadership? I, I actually like just thinking of it from a general sense. I, I like I do think that that is an interesting point, and I think that there's some truth in it. If a woman does not submit to a man's leadership, then she could possibly be submitting to his misleadership, and his misleadership may just be you being in a relationship with like a homosexual, someone who is not driven, who is driving your car and dropping you off at work while he plays the game or do whatever. It mm -hmm. can it can entail a variety of different things, but I, I think there's some truth in that. Okay, one last thing, just one last thing. This is not a misogynistic com uh, comment that I'm about to make. It's just clearly what I've observed. In these last past five months, something has been affirmed to me that I really knew my whole life and that women aren't as capable in a, in a wide variety of um, arenas as men are. Women aren't as, as capable of dealing with physical stress, mental stress, and all other things that a man needs to be a leader and to deal with stressful and harmful and dangerous situations. So that's interesting. So, I don't know if I agree with that. Now, oh, trust me, believe me, a, a lot of people, a lot of females down at the sick call every morning <laughs> trying to deal with them, you know. But. <laughs> He gets it. He gets it. Well, I don't know what that is. Hold on. All right. Last, last, last thing, and I'm out. Last thing, and I'm out. I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. uh, with that said, ladies, this is not a this. This is this isn't even up for discussion. You will get down, or you will lay down. Not to say that men are gonna lay you down, but you're eventually gonna lay down if you don't get down with a man's program. Just the nature is going to just run its course. So what do you mean by that? <laughs> okay. You're going to have to acquiesce at some point in time because mm -hmm. of the, the, because of the demands and the stress that comes with living in the environment in which we live in. Uh, do I need to say it any plainer? The because no, knock you down. Okay. Our okay. man going to have to carry that person. load. I understand that. I wanted him because he had to make that caveat by saying he's not talking about them being physically laid down, I wanted him to just kind of clear it up. 
Oh, it can okay. be. It, it can well, result. I mean, it can manifest in various ways. I'm just saying. I don't understand why there's a need to clear it up when if you knew what he meant. I mean, we, we could push the court. No, that's, I didn't say I knew what he meant. I said okay. I understand what you said. I, I wanted him to clear up what he said. Okay, hey, well. General just slam dunked it. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I get it. But the reason that I asked the question is because I wanted clarity. But when General said what he said, I understood it. Um, when he said, do I need to make it any plainer? My my point is, no, I understood that. I don't need you to make it okay. any more plainer. All right, we got that you understood it now. And I don't mean it to be disrespectful. I'm just saying I want to move the conversation forward. I have one. I have a couple of key points that I would like to make as opposed to this conversation where it stands. All right. There are six essential elements. That means, in other words, basic things that men when you're looking at a man, ladies, to vet, ladies, for a relationship, ladies, there are six essential qualities, base qualities that this man should be equipped with. When you meet him, when you look at him, when you begin to know him, those six, those six essential qualities are leadership, protection, provisions, order, structure and discipline. I'll say them again. Leadership, protection, provision, order, structure and discipline. OK, if you run into a man. Who, who can't figure out where he's going to take you for dinner. If you run into a man that you feel cannot offer you protection, if you run into a man and you look and say, well, I don't think that he can provide the necessary things for, you know, that I require in a man. If you run into a man and, and he's not orderly, he doesn't have a sense of order. If he's not structured, he doesn't have a sense of structure or discipline. He's very undisciplined, not just with his dick, because that's where the conversation oftentimes falls down to. Those mm -hmm. are the six essential basic elements that a man in the 20 in 2021 should come equipped with. Just that simple. Now, here is the the, the opposite but equal side of that. I need both of you ladies and I don't want to hear none of this bullshit about where we give you children. I want you to give me the equal but opposite six basic essential elements that a woman should come equipped with make the reason why a man should look at her and say i don't mind marrying her i wouldn't mind procreating with her i wouldn't mind giving her my leadership my protection my provisions my order my structure or my discipline what would make a man want to invest those six basic elements into you and on the flip side of that what do you bring what are your six basic elements that you bring to make a man want to offer those things to you. This is where the whole conversation should be rooted at. I'll pause right there. Go ahead, ladies, if you will. To answer your question, my six are the same. The six that I bring and the six that I uh, think that a woman should bring are the <laughs> same. And I would have to say um, cooperation, um, femininity, um, respect. I would say um, her love also her um submission or ability to yield to his leadership as well as being domestic okay concrete, so so a pretty a pretty good list what hold, hold on so you? so concrete you said or you said cooperation femininity mm -hmm. respect her domestic what else? What were the other two? Um, love. Well, that, that see that see love. You, you got to strike that one. Why? A, because it's a two way street. What do you? What are you bringing to him? 
You can say nurture her her ability to nurture him in the relationship. Well, I can say nurture, but nurture ties into for me, you know, femininity, a feminine woman. Well, we don't need we don't we don't we, no 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 no. It's two different things. We don't need to we don't need to split hairs or draw squaw, squaw straws or try to cut the atoms. So you got com, uh, you got cooperation, femininity, respect, her domesticated skills, uh, her ability to nurture him and a family, and you you're missing. Five, you're missing five. one. Um, oh, um, to be a supportive helper. Okay. So those, so those six things are equal but opposite, and I will give you an A. I will give you an, a grade of an A for your for because that's the first time that to be fair and honest, that is the first time within two years of the construct that this question has been on the table as far as what women bring into the bubble of a relationship to a man that a man needs. I would have to give you an A. So I will agree. Me and Danny answered that one. Wait, hold on. It's not just for you. It's for the audience. Again, I'm not speaking to you guys. Of course, I'm, I'm just saying to, we did talk about this, I, and, and I, I know this question this came is, up. I think from Roger. And this is why I will. I, I have to give you an A, a grade of an A. Now, here's the other thing. But the problem is, most women simply want to x all of those six things out that they should have as a baseline. And what they really want is all of those things that men provide to be given to them by proxy. In other words, they want to be leaders from behind the strings, puppet masters, in other words. They don't want to bring the cooperation, the femininity, the respect, even though they know that they, those are the things that most men as a baseline. Remember, I said baseline because it differs from person to person. But as a baseline, those are the basic elements that you should be able to bring into a relationship. Are you willing to be cooperative with that man, but you expect his protection? Are you willing to, 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 um, to give your femininity to that man, but you want his leadership? Are you willing to respect that man? You understand? But you want his provisions. Are you See, they equal out. You can draw a line. It's, the, it's that old, one of those old inanimate ass tests when you, master, mm -hmm. you, know, you draw a line from word to word. That's how you can equalize this thing. You got six words over here for men, six words over here for women. All you have to do is connect them. Draw the line that connects each one to each one. And then you will understand how things measure up. In today's society, what we have is the stalemate. And I'll say this again. Women only want things. There are two points to this. Women only want things, women in general, but black women in particular. And the reason why I say black women in particular is because those are the women that I care about. Don't give a fuck about the Indian, the Asian, the I don't give a fuck about them. I only care about sisters, black women, melanated, light bright to boot black. Okay, with that being said, <clears throat> you have to understand why these things are in such a disarray. Women, and particularly black women, I'm here. All right, hey, how you doing? They only want, they only want those things. They only want equality, as long as they can have what the advantage. <laughs> mm -hmm. They only want equality as long as they can have the advantage. And the sooner that this point is brought out and is made known, the sooner we can move this conversation forward. That's the baseline of it. The whole marriage conversation. Women only want to get married to gain those six essential basic elements to be taken care of, to be protected, to be provided for. Mm -hmm. But what they don't want is the leadership, the order, 
the structure or the discipline. They only want two of, well, three, because money is one of those things that come along with that, but that's under the provisions. They only want two of the six items on the list. They want protection and provision. They could give a fuck about your order, your structure, your discipline, or your leadership. They don't give a fuck about that. And on the flip side, men only want two of the things that women bring. They only want your femininity and your domesticated skills. You know what, General? I think that just even listening to your list, that makes me double down on the point that I made earlier um, in reference to David's comment that a woman shouldn't submit to every man that she's with or that you know she's in relationship with. Because if a man is not displaying those things which you just outlined, then a woman shouldn't. And for us in the Black community, it is important that we make that distinction. Um, and like I said, I do believe that as women, um, as, as caretakers of our womanhood and of our um, bodies, that we should be more particular with who we share that with. We shouldn't even be engaging in any kind of intimate relationships with men who don't fit that mold. But we do have to make that distinction. You don't submit. And like someone else earlier said, yeah, they're submitting to, I think Roger said, they're submitting to Pookies and Ray Rays. We need to be able to, in these conversations, outline what distinguishes a man worth submitting to versus what does not. Because everybody you come across that you date, that you entertain, that you, you know, you kicking it with, that you have sex with, is not going to be a man worth submitting to. Concrete, I think you bring about a very, very excellent point. Um, I want to get Black Wizard in here, and then I have a question for the panel and the audience. Black Wizard, what do you have? Hello. Hey, Black Wizard. Hey. Um, yeah, I guess I'll I guess I'll be your Huckleberry today. Um, <laughs> yeah. <Hey. laughs> I don't uh, I don't necessarily see that uh, you have to be like that. You have to pick one over the other. I don't see them as necessarily the opposite. Um, like um, and, and and I guess I've heard it in the uh, the women's the black YouTube women's space where they where they talk about this kind of stuff with the hypergamy and stuff like that. They say. Um, we're not able to submit because, um, you know, we're in a survival mode or kind of thing. And I think there's a, I think there's a little bit of credence to that, but I think on the overall scale, like, I think we kind of forget we're like human beings. We're all just human. We get, we get caught up in these ideas that, you know, because you're a man, because you're a woman, this, this or that, but it's like, we're all human. And at the end of the day, whether we, I guess, realize it or not, we're, we are cooperating with each other. So, you know, just because I guess, um, let's say a, a black woman chooses not to, uh, you know, submit to a black man's leadership, she is still submitting to the idea, the traditional ideas or whatever ideas she was raised under, like, uh, um, and that means going to work every day, uh, getting a check, listening to her boss, uh, listening to the law, following the law. Um, it's like saying, I don't think saying that uh, submission is not innate is completely accurate because we, if, if it weren't innate, then we'd all be dead by now. 
and we have we have to submit to each other to survive. But do you think it's a learned skill though? Like, yeah, uh, you know, is it something that is 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 like learned? It's not something that is that we're born with. It's not not a skill that we're born with. Was my point. Um, I do think that I understand your point regarding us submitting to one another, but I think that that's something that you have to be taught. No, I don't think it's something you have to be taught. And I say that, be, well, I do and I don't. I don't because <laughs> I, I don't because when you're young, you don't need to be taught to follow the directions of your parents per se. A lot of people think, you know, you just hit your kid a lot or, you know, give them whoopings when they get out of line or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever the thing is. And they'll, and they'll, you know, listen to you. But a child is genetically geared to listen to you. And mm. the, the I disagree with that. I kind of disagree with that too. You have um, to redirect children and direct them. And I mean, you don't have to necessarily whoop them, but kids require direction to know that they have to listen. But, no, man, but, but I didn't get to the other. I want to ask you this too, Black Wizard. Um, what about wives, like wives teaching their daughter how to be wives or teaching their daughter how to be um, um, submissive and stuff like that? I I, I, I don't know. Yeah, the, uh, and that was the why I said I do and I don't. Because if, if, we, if it wasn't innate, then like we wouldn't be alive right now. Like, there, we wouldn't work with each other. We would just do whatever we thought was necessary. We're genetically, um, we're genetically programmed to listen to whatever cultural ideas and then follow those cultural, follow those ideas innately. Like we don't have to tell ourselves, oh, these are good ideas to follow. Like you know, usually, especially when you're young, if you're told something, you automatically believe it. You don't have to be told to believe it. You just believe it because that is how the human being is geared. And on the other side of that, we do have culture that have uh, roles and particular things that uh, it is trying to accomplish, whether that be economic goals or what have you. And within those goals, there's uh, there's carved out, you know, our gender roles and you know our roles as workers and that kind of stuff. And in those inside of those gender roles, those cultural ideas have to be transmitted. So yes, in a sense, that has to be taught. But you're you automatically accept ideas. Uh, you don't need to be told to. Um, usually, especially when you're young, you just you just absorb ideas. You don't you don't you're not necessarily combating them as a as a uh, you know as a matter of fact. If, if, it, if it were the case that you were doing that, then, you know, critical thinking, I guess, wouldn't be such a necessary tool to uh, uh, address ideas because the, the, the whole idea behind critical thinking is that you will absorb ideas innately and you need to be a, you need to have the tools to combat those ideas before they become innate. Yeah, but I don't think what I mean? it's automatic, though, Black Wizard. I think like that's why religion is so heavily pushed. It's in order to ensure that you know people have morality or this 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 um, list of values or things that you know kind of keep them in line. I have my own um, idea about you know religion specifically, but it's just but 
I guess basically you could just boil that down to another culturally transmitted idea. It's um, it's a just a bunch of thoughts put together, and your brain automatically automatically absorbs thoughts. So if you were taught underneath the umbrella of religion as a child, it's harder for you to come out underneath it because you are automatically taught, you, you automatically gear yourself to submission toward it. Whereas if you're already an older person and that wasn't a part of your culture, then you won't, you, it'll be harder for you to accept religious ideas that you weren't already indoctrinated into. The indoctrination is the part that makes a, like, in order to be indoctrinated, you have to be willing to accept whatever is going to be, whatever is going to come to you. So mm -hmm. submission is in our DNA. It has to be, or we wouldn't be alive. The, that's, the, that's interesting. Now, and I have to, I literally, it's, it's, I've never heard that argument made and it's actually something that I have to process. But when you think about it, I, I, I now, you know, that you say it and I'm actually processing it. I do think, that um, <laughs> black people, ADOS people, have become more submissive over time, and it's uh, and that I I feel like that's something that's kind of been ingrained in us, uh, you know, starting with uh, chattel slavery. So that's something to think about. Yeah, it's like a culturally transmitted idea. The state mm -hmm. wants us mm -hmm. to be secondary. I think even in the early. Um, uh, research of race theory in the in the uh, late 1800s, they called us a feminine race, and they did that to to perpetuate the cultural idea that wow. we are submissive inherently. And when that becomes a when the that becomes that a, you referenced, I'm sorry, I want to I want to note this that the black race is the feminine race to the white race. The white but white what, race is a masculine race. What theory black was race. this a part of? It was a part of all that race theory that was coming out, oh, the race theory. Darwinism okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So, so they and when these ideas are perpetuated, we automatically accept new ideas. We automatically accept ideas because, as human beings, that's how we. That's how we. The how how we live is how we interact with each other through culture. And I'm saying that culture, that cultural idea, is the inherent submission to our, you know, human our humanness like we have to submit to each other in order to live so submission is innate but it is also trained like you were saying thank you eisen definitely great perspective and gave me something to think about and yeah i appreciate it well submission is innate because because uh human survival depends upon it right because instinctively and intuitively human beings are herd people right the herd concept is there, okay? You can live in isolation, but your chances of, of living at a highly a high rate of survival, right? When you go back to the primitive the primitive days, your 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 ability to survive the environment was better. Um, you had a better chance with greater numbers. So we're pack, we're herd people. You understand what I'm saying? Now within that, there's a pecking order. The pecking order has become leveled out which is the reason why we're having all of these issues, okay? That's the problem. Now everybody's on the equal plateau, especially within, with, with, well, shit, in general, men and women, all right? But black, we're talking about the scope as it applies to black men and black women. See, what has happened is there's no longer this pecking order, man, woman, and then children. Now it's 
man and woman are on the same plateau, and then children become secondary to that. So you got two leaders trying to lead, and they both have different perspectives on the way that they think that what's best for the, the group as a whole, as a collective. So now you got what's called a power play. There's a male-female strength dynamic that exists, okay? And the problem is, now that that's been leveled out through education, through monetary means, it's, if the woman has a higher education level, she makes more money, she uses that to equal out <clears throat> the, the, the masculine traits of a man. But it's innate for that man instinctively to be the leader in that scenario, man, woman, and children. Why? Because he's a stronger, the, the, he's stronger physically, he's more mentally capable of critically thinking in times of stress. Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, Q. Um, I don't know. Um, let me ask y'all this. Um, so what do y'all think submission means to the modern woman? To the modern woman, I'll, I'll go and I'm going to go on mute. I think that modern women look at submission as a way of being placed into some type of servitude, not understanding that that is a bartering, a bartering tool that you have as a woman to work with your femininity. That's what you have to barter with. Because instinctively, men have shown in societies that we don't necessarily have to be tied to one woman. And the reason why is because women outnumber men at a rate of three to one at a rate of four to one around the world. And my numbers may be slightly skewed. Case in point, in a city that has roughly 4.5 million people, that's the city of Austin, for example. If I, as a single man, my stature, the things that I have going on living in Austin, I have my pick of about 4,895 women, single yeah. eligible women. So it, and I got my pick. Of, out of 4,000 women I can deal with, just one man, just me, by myself. 4,000 to one? Yep. Wow. And in bigger cities, when you go to bigger cities, that is have, when you go to bigger cities that have greater population, look at Atlanta right now. And this has, th there's a varying factor behind this. Now, the numbers may be a little bit off, but those were the numbers the last time I looked at them. If you go to the city of the size of Atlanta, when you take away the black male population that's been incarcerated, when you take away the black male population that's on a down low or living alternative lifestyles or other, <clears throat> what are those numbers in the city the size of Atlanta, which is the black Mecca? Those numbers increase, even though I don't know what the actual population of Atlanta is right now. It might be. I think the numbers, the last study said something astronomical, like 11 to 1. Now, I don't know how true so that was. I think it was in AJC. So if it's 11 to 1, imagine when you put that 11 to 1 and you divide that 11 to 1 into what is Atlanta's population is closing in on 4 million? 11 to 1, 4 million. Atlanta. Now, when you factor in other races of women that are competing for that, that are vying and competing for that man's attention as well. When you factor in the, the Latino women that are now vying for black men's attention. When you factor in white women, those numbers go out of the fucking planet. So does anybody... Those, those um, stats weren't just for... Um, those were for just uh, single women to single men, period. It wasn't um, race-specific. I know it's not race-specific. I know it's not race-specific. Uh, what I'm saying is 
when you divide it down into the, the comparable amount of men in the black community who will be considered, I guess you could say high value men, right? Top of the food chain, those numbers are uh, are vastly lopsided. Vastly I, lopsided. I agree. I was making that distinction for the uh, chat. And when you and now, if you want to add, when you want to say overall, then those numbers are unworldly. <laughs> I mean, you get a million to one, maybe a million five to one. Just saying. I'm well, just saying. Um, so this is why we have to, and this is why I say one other thing before I pass the mic. If mm -hmm. I were a black woman in this modern society, in the dating market, and I'm looking for a mate, a black man specifically, okay? I would have to stop and ask myself, wait, hold on. Why are all of the men that I'm looking at as far as wanting to select them and hoping that they select me, those men are seemingly moving out of the community. They're going outside of the Eidos black woman. Why is that? That's what I would have to do. I would have to stop as a black man if that was happening. If our black women were leaving in droves and they were going to other races of men, I would actually have to ask myself the serious question. Why are all of our women turning away from us as black men? And then the next step would be to look in the mirror and, and start listening to the reasons that they're giving out as to why they're moving away from, from us as black men. That's what I would do. See, this divestment community, if you listen to them, you can kind of understand, although they're kind of bat so and nutty, but if you listen to them, you can kind of understand because they do have a few valid points. I'm sorry, they do. When you listen to the Passport Bros, they have a lot of valid reasons. When you listen to these brothers who believe in internationally traveling, going down to Brazil and outside of America and outside of those women, if you truly listen, although you disagree with it and get your feelings out of it, and you actually listen to what they're saying, and then you look back and you say, okay, on that list of 20 items that they listed off that they do not like, how many of those do I personally exhibit? I'll wait. And with that, I'll pause and go on mute. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Q. You said a mouthful and a lot of um, interesting points were made. We wanna get brother Roger up in here. He's been waiting a while and I know he got something controversial to say. So Roger, what you got uh, to say on the topic? Uh, nothing controversial. I don't even understand oh. why you would even su suspect that I would come in <laughs> saying something controversial. I don't, I don't even it. get that. I don't even get it. But what I will say is uh, the general laid out some good stuff. Uh, I know I, I teach on my show. And actually, and when I last time I was sitting was saying about uh, what do the non-select women have to offer the non-select man, to me, the answer should have been there. Because uh, I say on my channel all the time, now, I'm not as extensive as the general because my thing is person to person, things change a little bit. So the three main principles, men are to be leaders, protectors, and providers because women want protection and provision. You cannot, pro you cannot give proper protection and provision without leadership. So that just come with the territory, period. It doesn't make a difference how anyone feels about it. It just comes with the territory. Now, what should women be offering men? And a lot of women don't know this. Women should be offering men loyalty, good character, and good company. 
everything else can be fit based on person to person. But if you remove anything as far as loyalty, good character, and good company, you are useless to a productive brother because you can be as feminine as you want to be. But if he doesn't have your loyalty, he don't care about you like that. You just a jump off, period. You're, you're not going to be taken seriously. You know, if he can't stand being around you, it doesn't make a difference how attractive you are, how you keep, nice you keep a home or anything like that. OK, if you don't have good character, you're definitely not the woman he wants to, to uh, have his kids with. So if you remove anything as far as loyalty, good character and good company, you're basically useless outside of a sexual relationship. And when Obsidian was saying uh, the other time on y'all show about what do the non select women have to offer? Those are the things they actually have to offer that any woman can give a man. It's only it, not, it just go into the, is the man willing to accept it from a woman. But these are things that are free. It don't cost a woman to die. And any woman can do it for any particular man that will, is willing to accept it. Now, the thing about survival is men should not concern themselves with women's survival that are not under our leadership, period. You know what I'm saying? A man should give a high level of protection provision for the woman he's with. You give a lower level for protection provision for other women of the community as long as they fall under your leadership when something happens. We all can be somewhere and something can happen. If I step in as a man, you must show me immediately that you're willing to follow what I'm saying. If I see you getting beat up or something like that and I come over there and I say, what's going on? You better tell me what's going on immediately. If you have a problem answering my questions, why would I help you? You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to assume that that's your man and that's the type of relationship y'all have. And he, you know, he can have can at that at that point. And if, you know what I'm saying? Whatever's going on, you have to explain it to me. If we, if you know, as I've used the example before, if you, if there a shootout just happens and you kind of caught in the crosshairs, if I'm a man and I know we stuck and I say, look, we're going to run to this building over here when I say go, you got to be like, okay, cool. Now, when we get up and run, I'll be on the side that more likely to get hit. If if she moves when I say move. Now, if she don't move when I say when I say move, then I just leave her. Now, let's say unfortunately she gets hit. You know what I'm saying? She take a shot to the head and she die. Ain't no tears for her. I told her to move. Now people are like, man, do you feel bad if she, if she got she got killed? Nope. Don't even care. Dang, Why? That's harsh. She didn't move when I said move. Life, I mean, it's a lot of nice stuff about life that's harsh, but dead is dead at the end of the day. I can't do nothing else for her. I offered her some help. When I gave her some leadership, she'd have been protected at least from one side. You could feel she moved when I said move. You could feel you guilt for not. You could feel guilt for not being able to protect her or prevent her from being shot. <laughs> Why would I feel guilty? Because she wasn't smart enough to listen, and she died. It ain't got nothing to do with me. I gave her an opportunity. She didn't take it. Why would I feel guilty? Well, Roger, you said something interesting that I wanted to kind of comment on. And you said that a woman that isn't under your direct leadership, you would provide a certain type of provision for. Um, do you feel that men in the black community should move like that as well? Everything, everything's a case by case scenario based on what's going on. You know what I'm saying? There, there's a um, if you see a woman and she, and she and she got a sign begging for help, it's on you at the end of the day. If you wouldn't decide to throw her a dollar or two or give her some change, that's on you. That's still provision at the end of the day. But you don't have do you to mean, do it because. But what do you mean by okay? You said now women within your own circle. You said you would provide um a certain protection and provision for them. You did say that, right? With 
well, they are pre-approved because I already know how they're going to act. And when I step into the situation, they're going to follow my direction. That's not even in question. Okay. So women that aren't directly under your protection and provision, how do you handle that aspect of it? When I step in for whatever's going on and I start giving instructions, she either follows or she doesn't. If she follows, we we, we make a plan, get out of whatever the situation is. If she don't follow, let her figure it out on her own. Okay. Okay. Um, Brother Pedat had said something, but I want to send a shout out to Concrete. Thank you, Concrete. And shout out to Bree Lewis. Thank you so much Thanks, for the Bree. sticker. Thank you, Bree. Um, Brother Pedat had said something very, very interesting, and I wanted to highlight it if I can find it again. But he was basically saying that power respects power, and women by proxy have power mm. that's been given to them by the state. Mm. Um, is it possible to get submission from women that already have um power um through the state? What do y'all think about that? Who cares? Is it is it possible to get submission from women who already have power through the state? Yes. Um, if uh, you know a woman who has perceived power through the state or is receiving some sort of benefits from the state, she could most definitely. And I think that during the seventies there were women who did this. Um, she could be using the state to move ahead. Maybe she's in some sort of state sponsored program that's paying for her to get her RN license, but it will benefit her whole family. And she could still be yielding to or submitting to her mate. Um, I want to get brother David Johnson up in here. Brother David, what's going on? What do you think about it? Hey, bro, David. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she about to come up here with the mess. You already know. I know I'm messy. You know, y'all know when I come, that energy. You know, people being they be in the audience talking about every time he speak, I'm just pumped up. I don't know why I feel pumped up. It's that energy. Um, all right, let's a salute to all my people on the panel. I love hearing all the brothers speak. You know, what I mean, y'all all spoke some powerful stuff. And what I like to say is. All this, I'm gonna like I let y'all women play because I'll be bored and y'all entertain me. So I like to be entertained, but all this so submission and femininity, and y'all don't understand it, and we can't I don't know. We just that's all bush. It's all manipulation and manipulative tactics because y'all understand it. I'm gonna give you a case in point. Uh-oh. If me and a chick, we go out somewhere, right? And, you know, the same way, like how y'all talk about submission and like y'all hold things that you're supposed to be naturally doing hostage. Like submission is supposed to be natural for a woman. Being feminine, showing her femininity is supposed to be natural for a woman. I'm approve that. If I go out with a chick, right, and we out, it's dudes is being hella aggressive. And I go, Lila, check this out. Now, you ain't proved yourself yet, so I left my masculinity back at the crib. So if these niggas grab your ass or they do anything, you know I ain't going to be able to protect you because you ain't proved yourself to me because I left my masculinity at the crib. <laughs> See, this is this is as stupid as I sound right now. That's how stupid black women and any women, for that matter, sound playing that a man got to get this submission where he got to do jump through A, B, and C. That would be equivalent, again, as if I said, well, you know, 
I left my leadership skills that, you know, that's the submission, the leadership. I left my leadership skills at the house. So if we get into a situation and somebody got to think, don't count on me because you ain't proved yourself yet because I left my leadership skills at the house. So this is how you know just that stupid shit, as stupid as that sound, this is sadly the truth for us. So that's how you know all this submission and femininity shit you women be acting like y'all don't get. That's all a bunch of bull. At the end of the day, you understand why you get inside of a car and it has one steering wheel. Because you submit to the person driving the car. Try to grab the wheel and want to go left when the person driving wants to go right. You're going to have an accident. And that's what's basically has been happening among our people and between men and women. We keep having accidents because there's somebody who keeps grabbing the goddamn wheel. Check and make the name. <laughs> you know oh, what? David, David. You, you, you said so much. Um, he did a whole lot. Brother Pedak gave us a super chat, though, really quickly. He says, if women do not innately recognize or honor the power or position of a man, they have no incentive to respect him, much less submit to him. I agree with that. That's facts, Brother Pete. And thank you for yes. super chat. David Johnson, you ain't checking, make nothing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me say this to Pete. That's the lie they tell. See, the cop out is always if I don't see you. Meanwhile, I, I'm gonna say it again. So can I say, well, if she ain't if she ain't shown she feminine, I'm gonna leave my masculinity. It has nothing to do with that. The moment now, if you don't want to be with that man, you go listen. I appreciate us spending the time together, but it doesn't seem like you and I would be able to be into what you may want. So I don't want to lead you on. I don't want to hold you up because there's. I'm quite sure there's a woman that's for you, and you need to be giving her your time, your energy, your gift. See. This is all too much like right. So this, again, it's all manipulation. Come on with it. I'm ready. The thing is, David Johnson, it is absolutely important for a woman to recognize the, the, the um, leadership qualities. Let's just boil it down to that in a man in order for her to submit to him. It's it, it's it's okay, wait, um, wait, 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 let me add, let me interject. I'll give it right back to you. So let me get this right now. Let, so see, we got a context. This see, this is another thing. People act like black people are the key points of, of, of the there. We are the masters of context and then we act like we like to act like we don't deal with context meaning multiple mm -hmm. let's be clear here um are we talking after she's sleeping with him after she's accepting well, or pre no 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 just give me one there after. you go after which one come on with it i'm listening well, I, I touched on that before and i said mm -hmm. that we have we within the black community have serious problems with controlling our hormones and acting on uh, those those sexual desires mm -hmm, but mm -hmm, ideally mm -hmm. it should be prior to her sleeping with them it should be all right listen i'm not asking ideally i'm asking right, i understand what you said what i'm asking is this again if she i'm at, right, let me let me let me let me rewind if she's already accepting gifts and sleeping with him in your opinion, this is for you personally, Concrete. Should she have that right to still be talking about, I don't know if you the leader type? Does she have that if right? Yes, absolutely she does because oh she God. slept with him. However, <laughs> she does. If she slept with him and she realizes he does not have the leadership qualities, she should refrain from continuing with any relationship, including <laughs> sexual, immediately. However, 
Wait a minute, Carter. He think he got that pookie piece. He thinks he's supposed to have her submitting it. I'm gonna tell you something. Sometimes if they've been having sex and he's been buying shit, we passed the I don't know stage. See again. Listen, listen, listen. She might be she might be might be using him. But if she's using him, she's not gonna submit to him. Well then, all right. Well, listen, David. My interject. My my interject, David. I'm I'm gonna step away. Yeah, I'm gonna step away for a minute. I might come back. But okay. see, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, women say certain things in order to make men feel guilty about their bad results. Mm-hmm. I showed up. I'm a man. Therefore, honor the fact that I'm the leader for the moment. I may right. not be your boyfriend. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I'm if I'm if I'm talking to you in the first place, obviously something is going on or I'm trying to hit on you. So exactly. we ain't, so we ain't talking about a situation where I'm not trying to hit. We're not talking about me trying to hit on the person. I'm stepping in to do something because something's going on with you. Right. When I step in and you don't honor me taking the lead in the situation, I leave you there. If you Facts. die, that's your fault. Facts. Because that's the, the same way. No, no, no. It's, there's not, it's not, this, this ain't really different because the context don't even matter with what I'm saying. Facts. I am the leader. I protect you and provide you, provide for you because I'm the leader. If Fact. I am not the leader, it is your job to figure it out on your own. Period. Well, that, I, now, if you, if some men, you know, wait, wait, hear, wait, hear wait, what I'm saying? But this is what I'm saying. This is how context wait, doesn't matter. Roger, listen. Yeah, this is how context think. does not matter. I if always I think. step in, somebody could be trying to kill you. Somebody could be trying to rape you. Whatever case is going on. Even I, heard, I ain't really checked into the story, but I just heard the story about the, uh, you know, about the woman who got jumped on by some guys or whatever the case Harlem, is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wherever it is, though, I'm pretty sure there was another guy that saw what was going on or multiple guys that saw what was going on. Okay, so the issue is those men have already come to the conclusion that protecting that woman is not their job because she is not under their leadership. That is what women are conveying to men. And because that's what's being conveyed, I'm not saying that I'm not even say y'all were trying to convey it. I'm telling you what's being conveyed. No, that's what's being conveyed to men. That's what's being conveyed. Okay, but, but it's important to note, Roger, that what you're talking about, you're highlighting, uh, you know, what you're highlighting is a man stepping into a leadership position. And the point that I was talking about uh, with David in reference to a woman sleeping with a man and realizing he doesn't have leadership capabilities is different. You highlighted something no. that was actually the opposite of the point that I was making. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not arguing anything you saying oh, against oh, what okay. David is saying because I said in general, and I said this ain't about nobody sleeping together. So I'm not arguing that. Right. What I'm saying is, if a man showed up to lead, and you have a problem with his with his leadership, it is his job to let you figure it out on your own. Facts. No black man should ever be guilty of feel guilty. You know, y'all ask me. Well, I feel guilty if the woman died because she got shot, even though I tried to give her some protection, tried mm-hmm. to get her over to this building, maybe take a bullet for it if necessary. But she didn't move when I said move. Mm-hmm. If she died, I don't even care. I don't feel you know that. what I'm saying? I only, I only care from a human standpoint that anybody died. But if she was my woman and she wasn't my woman in any direction at that particular time, not saying she was my girlfriend or anything like that. If she's just a black woman that belongs to black men, she did not follow the black man leadership who showed up to protect her. She might as well have been a Chinese woman at that point. 
I, you don't expect me to protect Chinese women. You expect Chinese men to protect Chinese women. So if I, if I start doing something to lead a woman and she doesn't accept my leadership, she might as well be Chinese. Nothing against the Chinese people. And you, can, you, can, you, can, you can replace Chinese with any other group you want to. But if, you, if I'm black and you black and I showed up to help, you don't listen. I don't care what your results are at that point. Right. And I always say, if I can't correct her, I can't protect her. Like, understand something. If I'm telling you, chill, they about to shoot and you get to acting a fool, you fuck around, get me shot. So I got to move and let you get shot by yourself because I tried to correct you and tell you, hey, look, be quiet. Slot over here with me. They finna shoot. And you went to. That's why if I can't correct you, I can't protect you. But again, that's neither here nor there. At the end of the day, all of it is manipulation, because, again, if she is we talk, we. we Women can't be children and then adults. The same way a woman is said, if a man sleeps with a woman and he's unprotected and a baby comes out and it's his, he'd rather he rather that happen or not, he has to meet responsibilities. Well, the same thing applies to women. See, y'all can't have it both ways. If you sleeping with this man, you ex get, you're accepting things from this man, you're holding this man to any type of obligation, you owe him submission. It ain't no, well, hold up, now it's time for me to put out. I need to reevaluate some things. That's the manipulation. That's that's dangerous, David. You, you know, the number, let me read Black Wizard right. Super Chat, but I want to address that. Black Wizard says, I think modern women hear submission and think vulnerability. Y'all keep trying to logically understand them and they know that. So they play you with that. Well, they act like they just don't get it because a man's job is to want mm. to So the more she goes, I just don't get it. Well, it's just this. You go, well, no. You give her this example. You give her this example. You give her. She's got you chasing your goddamn tail. Rather, she recognizes it or not. Maybe uh -uh. it's subconscious and she may not be aware of it. But like I just said, because you're thinking logically, you're thinking from a man's eyes. Women just don't get it because you like to attack the emotional maturity of women women have the ability to think logically but let me read eisen sama's comment because this is interesting i'm sorry danny can you highlight eisen's real quick he says let's be real women don't want to submit because they're drunk on unchecked power Thanks. they don't want to be checked on their reckless behavior with children and temper tantrums when they can't get their way bottom mm. fucking line. listen you women will man. happily relinquish that power for the man who's showing leadership ability hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait a minute, Concrete, and I wanted to ask y'all this, okay. um, because we had this conversation on power likes to let power go. That is a lie. Go. Man, please. That's well, let lie. me ask y'all this. Ask the white do y'all feel, feel women know who to try? Do y'all feel women know who to play with? Some cases, yeah. Most cases, listen. In most cases, listen. We, uh, some women don't. I've seen women play with niggas they shouldn't play with. I'm like, girl, I wouldn't even play with this nigga. You playing with this nigga because society <laughs> has you so comfortable that you become arrogant. And arrogant people make mistakes. They, they they do catastrophic things because you're too comfortable. That's why, as much as I enjoy life, I never get too comfortable because that's when the hiccup comes. You know what? I, I like that to answer is, that question. Go ahead. I, I would like to answer that question. It don't. It doesn't matter. 
Who cares whether she knew? There's some stuff you will learn while you alive. Some stuff you will learn after you die. If she, if she played with the wrong person, wow. sometimes sometimes death is a teacher. You you there's many ways to, in our society. There's many ways you die. You you pay for it with money. You mm. pay for it with time. You ask people going to jail or prison. You might pay a ticket. You might have to listen to a lecture. You know what I'm saying? You you might have to do some extra work, community service, whatever the case is. You might have to go do something to uh, to recompense. I I didn't I didn't understand. I messed somebody's porch up. Now I gotta fix it. Now I gotta pay for it to get done. Some stuff you don't get until after you die. So All just right. let them die. Yeah, that's your ass, Mr. Postman. Well, we, got, <laughs> we got a super chat from Jack Spay, and Jack says, women love to say they want a man with leadership abilities, but not many grew up around fathers who put it on display. The only leadership they know is via their employer, not the same thing. I don't know nothing about that, but thank you, Jack Spade. And I'm certain that that does apply to some. But Jerome said something going back to the commentary about um, the woman in Harlem. And I, I agree with him. He says that, you know, people are making excuses to hurt black women, that the woman literally just rejected the guy and he attacked her. There were other men and there was one other person. I don't know if it was a stud or a, a man uh, that like stood by and while this woman was being assaulted. And I thought that it was really disgusting. And I think that just talking about that example also furthers my point regarding why it's important to know whether or not someone is displaying leadership uh, abilities before you submit to them. Because none of those fools that stood around and allowed that woman to be assaulted like that deserves a woman submitting to them. Salute to John. Okay, but, 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 let, but let me say this, though. This, this is why what you communicate to the world matters. Now, I wasn't there. If I was there, I would have tried to help the woman. But it don't make a difference because I wasn't. Now, who was there? The people who were convinced if they try to help her, it would cost them more than it was worth. That's who was yeah. there. And if black if black women keep conveying to men that helping you is going to cost us too much, you're not going you're going to be at a point where basically no guy that's Bye. black is going to help you. Which which Bye. means what? Now, regardless of about how you feel vulnerable to black men, you're now vulnerable to everybody else because every other dude will know. Well, I can go mess with her because a black man ain't gonna do nothing. Wait a minute. Um, no, shout no, out no, to John no. Doe. He says, if I can't correct you, I can't protect you. Hashtag facts, David Johnson. Oh my Thank god. Thank you so much, John Doe. Quick question. Um, do y'all feel that other races of men are looking at our communities like that now when they come in our communities? Let's say the Asian nail shops, the women are still going, they get their ass beat, they still go back. Do y'all feel that um, other races of men look at our women as unprotected or unsubmissive? No, they, they look at our women as women who refuse protection of black Facts. men. Therefore, Facts. they're open to anybody. Facts. And you know, yeah. you know why? Wait, you know why? Because they don't talk to their men the way you talk to y'all men. That's how they know it's a difference. They look at how their women talk to them, and all of them. They look at the white women and all the races, and they look at y'all. This is why. Like, let me give you an example. This is why when women talk about black women, talk about divesting. I laugh my ass off. I be like, y'all ain't going nowhere for two major reasons. First and foremost, nobody but dumbass black men are dumb enough to deal with them badass attitudes. So that's 
one Ooh. reason why you ain't going nowhere. And secondly, if you all go to another race of men, where the hell are their women going to go? They just will just leave and be without a yeah. child. I don't think so. Now, here's the catch. Let me ask this to the ladies. If black men all walked away from black women, or if all black women walked away from black men, who you think would suffer the most? I think black women would. We would really be left unprotected. I think yeah. that the all thing right. is, though, Danny asked a good point Check because... But Danny asked a good point because I do think that it is a reflection of black people for black women to be so unprotected. Uh, you know, if there's someone who is, you know, let's say white supremacist, thinking about coming into black neighborhoods and going, you know, um, doing doing dirt or, you know, harming black communities. Um, and if we're saying that the black communities are filled with single mothers, uh, that that would kind of leave us wide open. And that means that they are concerned about, you know, any kind of retaliation and or, you know, being met with any kind of real threat um, because they they already see that black children and black women aren't being protected. Who do you think set that in motion, Concrete? That's exactly what's <laughs> That's not by design. Come on, David. Exactly by design. It is. And here's the catch, though. Here's the thing with black women don't understand. The white folks threw the bait out there. You don't have to take it. See, here's where y'all all go wrong. I remember I'm something different. Y'all don't have to take it. They dressed up 30 pieces of silver and y'all ain't even getting 30 pieces of silver. Y'all getting 30 crumbs and y'all for them crumbs, y'all took it for that independence, for that, 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 because you're not truly independent because nobody's independent. There is nobody on the planet independent, but for that false perception of independence, mm -hmm. you give up the family for that false uh, 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 perception of lead of you running things. You will run off your man for that false Like, Everything y'all think that society purposely, this is all designed, teaches you that you should do to make a woman is why your black community is in shambles now. But it's David, not, wait, 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 I'll give it right to you. It's not the black men who sold out the black community. That's a lie. We see who, because listen, the black man gets shitted on. He gets no benefit to sell out the community. Meanwhile, the black woman gets rewarded. You, you get a benefit to sell out the black community. The benefit is um, y'all kryptonite. Listen, wait, 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 that's bullshit. See, when you, for her to go over the fact of her betrayal to go to what well, this is what you do. You're not even letting me finish my comment. I will wait. This is how you know you're dealing with disingenuous. I love you, CR. You know I love you, but you're a woman at the end of the day. It is what it is. It's in your nature. In your oh nature. I love you. Listen, I love you, but listen. At you didn't let me finish. Listen, listen, your job wasn't supposed to go to no black man's kryptonite. Your job as the woman, if you a good woman, you were supposed to go, you know what? That's right. This is some bullshit. Listen, I'm a good woman, but let me, let me. All right, go ahead. Off, hold on. Savage Red, who is a white man, says white men are not out here just protecting white women. They have the same feminist ideas. Thank you for that, Savage Red. For some reason, black men in this space likes to ignore that. They're the mothers of feminists. Uh, femi uh, uh, we're not in the same position. You cannot. David, let me say something real quick before I, before I walk away for a minute. I might come back, though. But <laughs> at the end of the day, what he's saying has truth to it. I'm not going to argue that point. In no way does it, is that relevant to a black woman being protected by black men. 
It, it's not, I'm not saying what he's saying ain't true. What I'm saying is it actually has no relevance to black men protecting black women. Black men are only going to protect black women if we see black women as worth being protected. And most black men are starting to be trained and starting to realize or starting to see things that tell Pardon. them it ain't worth the trouble. Why? Because if you protect her, she's going to stab you in the back anyway. Facts. That's what, let, that's let me say what this, black I've men think. To get out for a minute. Go ahead, Roger. Sorry. Are you done, okay. Roger? Well, that's, okay, that's what black men think. And it was on display when this lady got beat up. Because you know what I'm saying? Now, I, I don't know nothing about the story except the lady got beat up by some guys. She rejected some dude. And and they acted like you know what I'm saying, and then for whatever reason they decided they need to beat up beat up on her, well, which was a poor that's reason to beat up a woman. In reference to, I, I wanted to actually highlight something regarding that. I think that like I, I won't argue with the fact that there are a number of black men who don't feel as though black women deserve their protection, and I won't argue with the fact that that number is probably growing. However. The majority of black men like that I engage with on every other social media platform don't seem to think the way that the men in this space think, nor do the men in Harlem because they came out in droves. There, there were multiple groups of black men who had groups that are anti-domestic um, uh, violence against black women that are their own groups headed by and filled with black men that came out there to, they, not only did they come out there to uh, protest, to, to, to uh, they also raise money and they are trying to uh, they were trying to um, identify these these hoodlums who uh, attacked this woman they raise money on their own so there are still black men out there who believe in protecting black women who believe in going and, and, and avenging black women in some way and for that I'm thankful you think these okay, should well, what I'm saying uh, hold on. let me get this let me get this out before I step away right. I'm not saying black men won't do that that ain't even what I'm arguing what I'm telling you is, if you look at reality, you're starting to have too many black men that don't feel like it's worth it. I'm not putting nobody down for trying to do something after the fact, because all those people are doing the right thing. They're trying to help. It's after the fact, but they are trying to help. The problem was, when it was happening, there wasn't enough people willing to do something. That's because they have received the message and they have accepted the message that said it is not worth my time and my trouble. Now, had I been there, I know it wouldn't have went down the way it, it did. I, I heard the story because I heard um I heard something. Shout out to LAR movement. I heard him talking about it. I heard him say he wouldn't just let it go down the way it went down. I'm not even trying to indicate that there are black men that won't do it. The issue right. is y'all have convinced too many men that it's not worth the trouble. And that's why it did happen. If it happened in front well, of black men's eyes, that. No, but it really didn't happen. Saying, it th happened in front of the group that was all with the guy. There were two other people, but they appeared to be with him too because they passed a bag to one of the people. There was a girl or guy, uh, you know, someone that might have been a son and then a man. Did it happen on the street? It happened right outside of the um, right outside of the liquor store. You couldn't. There, so there on was the street, no evidence that anyone else was around. Okay, okay, and, and that's all I'm saying. But if it's on the street, and I don't know, because like I said, I just learned about the story, but if it happened on a public street, I'm pretty sure somebody saw something. It depends upon what time it was, and if it was way too late when nobody's out in public, she's already not listening to a man because a man ain't going to send this woman to a liquor store or whatever the mm. case is at 3, 4 in the morning in the first place. So she all the way wrong on that note. 
I don't know what the story is. I got to look to see what the details are, but it ain't lining up properly regardless because if she got beat up and nobody saw it, what time of day was that? And if that happened yeah. at, at the wrong time of day, why is she out there in the first place? She already not listening to me. Exactly. Yeah. So, so she got a re she she got a result due to the fact that she's unwilling to accept protection because a man who protects his woman is not gonna send her out there at those times. That don't happen. And I I, I gotta uh, go wanna, now. I might come back. Thank you, Roger. We appreciate you as always. But I wanted to Savage Red Recovery. Thank you for the two dollar super chat. He said. There was a comment there about white men protecting their women. For some reason, the comment didn't come through, but if you comment in the chat, we will read it. You don't have to do it in a super chat. If you put your comment, whatever disappeared in the chat, we will highlight it on the screen and read it. Um, David, were you trying to say something or Black Wizard? Did you have, did you want to go ahead and chime in uh, on, on what you've heard of this exchange between uh, us, uh, David Johnson? Uh, Roger and myself. Sorry, I was, um, I just now put my kid to sleep. I didn't really hear what was going on. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, no worries at all whatsoever. Um, David, did you have anything else? Otherwise, we are going to have to pass it up. Always got something to say. What you think? Oh, like, like and, um, it was all manipulation. Um, I, I, I killed it off when I came in. If men played with their leadership and masculinity roles, y'all blew right past that. It's all right. I know my people slow. They don't want to listen to the bullshit. They don't want to listen to the real. <laughs> but my point I made was at the end of the day, it's all manipulation. It's all game plan. Listen, brothers, keep on chasing y'all tail. Like, if y'all notice, they use these scenarios to guilt trip y'all. This is a guilt trip thing. Mm -hmm. I ain't saying women here. I'm this is why women do this because I've had niggas get in my business where I had to tell a nigga like, hey, this my broad, homie. Get your, hey, homie. When I'm telling my woman, <laughs> goddamn business, or me and you gonna do something out here. So I've seen men get in other men's business, so I know there are a lot of men out there doing it. The problem is it always has to come out where y'all women use this to shame men to make them feel good. We ain't protected. See, we ain't protected. So then men overlook. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Then men overlook all the backstabbing black women are doing every day. See, when these scenarios come out, it's like the same way Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson show up. It ain't really for the sincerity. Sincerity, they show up to use it for manipulation, to for politics, mm. to play a role for them to get shit. So this is what a lot of black women do when scenarios come out like this. Because y'all notice y'all always get these pieces when the, when the chick got uppercut it. Y'all all get these. Y'all always seem to magically, magically. I don't believe in magic. Magically get these. Mm. Pieces of a black woman being accosted and black men did nothing to protect them. Meanwhile, like I just said, most of people's lives, just like Roger said, we've seen black men get in, get in between any scenario. I asked one of my wives today, I told him about this conversation. I said, have you ever seen a Caucasian dude say some slick shit to a black chick and a bunch of brothers around and did nothing happen? She said, no, not ever. I said, what happened if you see Another man say some shit disrespectful when a bunch of brothers around. She like he get his ass beat. So for most cases, she was supposed to say that. That's no, no. She, but she ain't gonna tell me what I want to hear. She, she's a contrary. <laughs> she's always against me. All of them always against me. So <laughs> so look. So then what I'm saying is, so we already know black men protect y'all. Here's what here's what pisses me off because I love y'all, but I'm gonna tell you the truth. 
Yet as stupid as my brothers are, because they stupid and y'all know it, y'all mm. stab them in the back. And that's what pains me. That's what pisses me off. Because I'm like, even though these niggas are stupid for you niggas, for you women, they're willing to protect you, even though you will knife them in the back. And the best mm -hmm. thing you can show them is to knife them in the back. Now, sure, every time it comes to marching and when the camera's on, of course, y'all love y'all black men. Of course, that's wrong what they did to him. <laughs> but meanwhile, in the family courts, meanwhile, in the divorce courts, oh. meanwhile, in the household, ain't none of that sympathy and empathy translating into shit. I have to say something, David. I have to. I have to rebut this really quickly. I'll be quick. Okay. Um, I want to just highlight the fact that we did cover that story regarding the woman in Harlem, and you know what we did? We celebrated black men for defending her. We said all the stories that come out about black men not protecting and not showing up for black women. This is one that we have to highlight because these black brothers came out in droves. They mm. raised money. They showed up. They showed out. They stopped the store mm. from being able to conduct business because they love and care for and protect black women. So we well, highlighted the manipulation. <laughs> listen, let me say this. I'm gonna give it right to you. Well, every every trickster and manipulator knows you gotta throw in some props. Like wow. wait, wait, we can't win. We can't win You can by humility. Wait, if every smart manipulator knows you can't hate on a person all day because then it's gonna look like a hater. You wow. have to give the nigga you hate a little bit of props. So you go, Well, see, look at the time I, I congratulated you for this. Look at the time you hide the knife. Go ahead, you got it. Well, it's not about see see again. We're going into this. We can't win. It's not about we can't win, and this is not the first time that black men have stood in unison against something that was done to a black woman. Okay, of this is not. Okay. We see it highlighted on this platform, so I said on this platform we're gonna highlight brothers showing up and showing out. Uh, okay, I, I I I get it. But what about the brothers who went down there when the black woman was hit in the mouth? Down there at that at that Chinese or Korean. We store talked about that and highlighted that as well. Right, right. What what about Natasha McKinley when she was murdered out in South Central Los Angeles? The brothers damn near burned down the whole goddamn city. Facts. You see, there are many, many but but what we're talking you two are just a few. We're talking about not the not the what is it, the micro the micro, but the macro, right? Or maybe mm -hmm. I got it backwards. We're talking about the 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 group as a whole. It's a certain YouTube content creator that you like to use this word collectively. That's what we're talking about. And whenever we point out these things, it goes from collectively to individual. Well, we talk about that one or two incidents or that three or four incidents. But what about the collective is what we're talking about. But that's a circulatory argument. See, that's why we can't get anywhere. That's why the conversation doesn't move forward. Now, how many women are going to come out and speak out about this last sister that was just beaten to within an inch of her life by this NFL player, the sister girl? Where's I saw the, that by the white the, NFL where, player. Where's the divestment community on that? Yeah. But you know what they're going to do? I can tell you exactly what they're going to do. That situation that happened at that liquor store down in Harlem they're going to throw that out there and say, see, ladies, this is why you need to get you a Bradley. 
You see what those three oh. Negro men did to that sister? They oh. tried to bite her eye out. Exactly. You see, you see how it works now? Mm-hmm. But they're not going to talk about what white zaddy did. They're waiting so that they could get every excuse under the moon. Well, he he was off of his, his medication for being bipolar. Well, hey, you got to blame DJ Pope on us, Q. Remember they blamed right, DJ Pope? Right, right. Right. And it's not you two ladies. This is, see, we have to keep in mind in these conversations, it's not necessarily for the people that's on the panel, it's for the people that's listening more so. Exactly. See, it's for the audience. This is why these panels and these conversations exist. It's not for, because we could hold a fucking, we could call each other on three way. You could call, I could call him and he could call her and we could have a private conversation. We don't have to be on air talking about this. But it, it's a relevant conversation, which is why we're doing it in public, right? So that mm-hmm. we can share some information to get the collective body moved in the right direction. Facts. I understand that, and I respect that. But I, I, I just, um, and I, I guess I, I have a habit of being defensive. So, ooh, cute, really? Panel etiquette, cute. Panel etiquette. Uh, mm. But um. I, I did come out and highlight the fact that we did talk about that and we talked about it in a way in which we were challenging other women for always talking about black women aren't protected, you know, saying that we don't see stories like this. And, you know, so we were highlighting it not to not as a way to to, to pat someone on the back before we take the knife and stab them in it, because that's not what we do over here. And I do understand that it is important to get that message across that even if us two are, you know, advocating for black men and and speaking about, you know, these uh, positive um, stories, news stories that are in the media as it relates to black men, if, if, if the masses aren't doing it, I mean, that's like literally, you know, um, uh, uh, our go ahead. no, I'm sorry. Well, let, me, let me read Savage Red uh, super chat real quick first. Um, Savage Red says, Women always butter you up before they try to get you to do something they know you shouldn't do. Um, <laughs> listen, um, I don't understand why you guys are such pessimists. I, I know that you know women can be troublesome, manipulative. I, I understand all of that. But everything that you hear positive about a woman isn't like a falsehood. Isn't like that. we know that. No, you know, no that. one, no one is saying that it's a falsehood. Okay, at the end of the day, most men that have a woman, a stable woman, a woman that you know that they're in some sort of committed relationship to, whether it's one or like David three, regardless, yeah. <laughs> he knows from the time that he. I know from the time that I walk into this house, I can tell by my woman's attitude if she wants something because the way that she approaches me baby honey love sugar manipulate i i can tell my daughter when she calls i know by the way she says hey daddy i can tell if it's just hey daddy because she's saying hey daddy or if it's hey daddy uh daddy I, I need a new lab. I need a new desktop. Yeah, that tell. baby voice was tall early. I, I can tell. Mm-hmm. I can tell when when she wants something. 
something, right? So that's what that's what we're talking about within the manipulative ways. If you right. come home as a man and your relationship is cool, and you come home and your woman again, she got the motherfucking, she got a little that little nighty on, she got them heels yeah. on, that ass is popped up, them titties are poking out, <laughs> that house got that motherfucking steak and goddamn baked potato, yeah. and she got a spread laid out on the table. Yeah. You can best guarantee. I won't yeah. say ten times out of ten, but she eight out of ten times is something that she wants. Facts. Eight out of ten times is something that she's working towards. She might not throw it right away, but she's using she's using those barter feminine tools that she has. It might be the next day, but she's gonna say, "Honey." Um, I was wondering if it was okay if I go down here. See, because Dylan's got this sale going on right now, <laughs> and they got this $800 bag in there, and I've been dying to get this bag. She didn't already butted you up two days before. Listen, I'm not, I'm, I agree. Wait, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, Conky Rose. I'm not asking for an agreement or a disagreement. I'm just telling you. The problem, I was about to make a comment, so that was okay. just the preface the, of my the, comment. Go ahead. The problem is, in the modern era, 2021, more men are now finding out how Hello. the game of manipulation is working. Hello. This is why you have a lot of women in this space mm. don't want that don't want this message to get out. This they is hate why us. you have a lot of women in this space. Hold on, let me finish. This okay. is why you have a lot of women in this space who go at certain content creators like a mm. KS, for example, or even a, a OM, for example, mm. or even of uh, uh, you know some of these other brothers who speak with the same in the same circular pattern. This is why they don't want they don't want men to be brought into the light. They want men to stay into the darkness, not understand the tools that women have, which a lot of men know and some men don't. We know these tools. You know when your man wants something, don't you? Of course. He just asks. He don't put on a sweet voice. Though. Exactly. He just comes <laughs> in and say, "Hey, look, this is what the fuck I want." See, right. that's, how, that's how men operate. But for some men who operate within their feminine and emotional side, they do the same thing. They'll take you to a nice dinner. They'll go and buy you that purse that you've been having your eye on for the last three weeks. They'll go buy those heels. They'll come in with a tennis bracelet because he wants that, that boy's trip to motherfucking the Bahamas. And that's him buttering you up months yeah. in advance. Do it all so the by the time the weather break, he can say, oh, babe, check it out. Me and the fellas, we're going to take this trip. <laughs> we're going to hedonism down in Jamaica. I'm going see, with you. see how it works? No, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, no, you're not. That was the purpose of, that was the purpose of me giving you this. That was the purpose of me giving you this $5,700 tennis bracelet to butter, to butter you up. That was you the purpose of me. You think a woman still ain't gonna have her lip poked out? No, no, I, it, it doesn't. But see, but see, but see, what, what you, what you fail, hold on, hold on, David. What you fail to realize is that at that point, we don't give a fuck about your feelings. <laughs> That's what you fail to realize. It ain't mean, it's, it's logical to us. You yeah. say it's mean. It's logic to us because mm -hmm. when you want something, you're going to go in there, you're going to have that motherfucking steak, dinner ready. He might get steak and <laughs> eggs in the morning. He's going to get his favorite drink. You're going to have his house slippers. You're going to give him that good mouth job. Yeah, you're going to put that wop on his ass all yeah. week long. And then when you and your girls want to take that girl's trip to Vegas, you're going to spring it on him. 
you see what you just did you see what you just did now I'm you're trying to make a different no you're trying to make a different distinction because we know what happens in vegas yeah. stays in vegas <laughs> right Okay. See how they go? So don't sit yeah. here, don't sit here and try to play like, oh, it's different when we do it. See, that's that BFF that right. comes out. It's Listen, different when we it. do it. <laughs> All right, but let, 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 let me say this real quick. Let me say this right quick. Let me give it right back. Here's another thing, too. This 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 is the cold part about it. The way society, Western society, this is where the disingenuousness, the, the, the dis, being disingenuous comes in too. Maybe not even, I don't even think it's sub, it's, it's consciously aware. Most women are aware they're doing it. If society and everything is teaching you, everything is about you. Everything is about you. This is unfair to you. This isn't right. We're going to make sure. It's hard not to become... Speak. It's hard for you not to become entitled. So to act like, because that is what society does. To, mm. Society is telling you everything is about you, makes you the exception, purposely teaches you that you can basically do no wrong. It, and you're not supposed to be told no. Right. You're not supposed and, and listen, to be rejected. Wait, wait, hold on, Q. Like you tell me to go. Hold on, I'll let you get it. And so then it would be, then understand subconsciously. Now you can't get around this. If that's the case, and it is, then subconsciously you're not even aware you're doing it. So you can't tell me you are because if you're consciously aware of something, it's not subconscious. The name's David Johnson. You got a Q. Oh my God. I, I got to get Jack Spade in here real quick to get his commentary. David always doing his mic drop like he said something so fire. <laughs> I do every time. Oh God. Shout out to uh, Savage Red Recovery. He said, not can they not can be they said, are those things what she said he said women can be some things and concrete said they can be and he's saying no not they can be they are those things oh that's what he said help us now you know i got a mississippi public school education okay <laughs> stupid. all right um jack spade then ray hannah because we got to start wrapping this thing on up what's up all right yo check it out uh, in 1992, I attempted to share roofs with my son's mother, but it ended because I was living in bedding an adult child. In, in 2014, I attempted to share a roof with a wife, but it ended because I was living in bedding with an, with an adult child. One can't, one can't quid pro quo, and I mentioned that earlier, and submit to adults who want to act or command adulthood when it benefits them, but go into adult child mode when it been when it, when it, when it benefits them okay. but hey fellas the night the 90 day sample plan is always an option sys sysbm save your sanity black men Ooh, the sanity but that was fire and i agree and that goes back to what i said earlier basically in the long format or what well in the short format of what you were saying Women simply want equality as long as they can manipulate and have the advantage in the situation. Period. End of to steal a line from old man. That's what manipulators do. Thank you, Q. Uh, we got somebody who joined the panel. Ray, Ray Hammer? Yes. Can yeah, we have uh, commentary on the topic? Yeah, uh, why is it hard for w women 
to learn from the women who are feminine, friendly, submissive. Why is it so hard? I mean, when you see that they're getting better results. Um, this is the thing, though. You have a lot of women from other countries trying to get over here, um, even though they have been on a re- uh, under a regime that required them to be feminine. Um, and like I said, it, it, to me, if you have a man that lets you allows you to run all over him and allows you to do what you want to do, and you know you can still get sex in certain types of provision, um, a lot of women are going to take the latter. Um, so I think that's what it is. I, I don't even think that it. it I believe. Uh, I believe this. I believe that uh, it's a lot of indoctrination through. Um, TV, music, movies um, that True. a lot of women have absorbed. Uh, so therefore, they absorb all this stuff, ignoring that they're not trying to aim to be their true self, but to be somebody else. Um, I, I don't uh, deny that's that that's point. part of the, the doctrination, but I also think that part of the doctrination is, you know, we, we're in a westernized society. We are uh, one of the most liberal countries and feminism has been at the forefront of, you know, uh, our society for, for years. So as a result, from the time that we go to school, where these the notion of, of, of feminism and the agenda that's attached to it is all kind of pushed upon us. And there's nothing to combat that. There's nothing like even inside of the home, there's not someone, you know, combating what we're learning out in public school. There's not there's no womanhood training or, you know, young girl training that we um, experience like some religions have set up to kind of. I got a response for that. uh, You know what society is pushing. So I, I, you know, think that it would be incredibly difficult as women who are born and raised, you know, as women that are kind of in a society where feminism is nurtured to be able to overcome that without some sort of, um, without some sort of system in place. I myself have been indoctrinated for many, many years. And then to get into a relationship with someone who is, um, was for a long time of Muslim faith and had very, specific ideas as it relates to, you know, a woman's role, which I was always traditional. So it wasn't as difficult as it might've been for someone else. But um, it, there was a lot of retraining of the mind that, that, that I had to do. Yeah. A okay. lot of women look at tradition uh, as uh, my bad, uh, but a lot of women look at tradition as something that's toxic. And, you know, the way they say it is like tradition, like, Oh my God, that's so traditional. Mm-hmm. All right, woman, woman so, that's how you should be. So let me. So so we're we're trying to oversimplify this thing. So let me make it really simple for you. Back in the day, women in my generation, as a young man, thirty plus years ago, when I was in my twenties, they had a standard, and that standard was, by and large, this was the by and large standard. If you were trying to get with them, you had to have your own car, your own place, your own residence. You couldn't be living with your mama. You couldn't be living with a roommate. You couldn't be having no living with your cousin and all this other shit. And you had to have a job. So guess what brothers who wanted to be with those caliber of women did? They went out and they achieved those things because that was the standard. So even though the environment or the home may not be conducive to pushing those, that standard, the environment pushed it. 
So for women to sit here and use that as an excusatory reason to say, well, it's the school and it's the westernized society. If you're watching the, the men that you desire to, that you're trying to be with, procreate with, love, marry, relig- relationship with, if you're watching them as they tell you, this is why I'm going over here. If you're seeing those women with the traits that these, why not change your behavior? No, you don't want to change your behavior. What you want to do is force fit your way into the structure that these men are trying to tell you they don't want, they, they're not going to allow in their structure. Well, so, I have to give you some pushback on that because okay, you cannot ignore. No, no, there is, there is no pushback because listen. Yeah, there is some pushback. Let, let, <laughs> well, well, that's fine. But let me, let me say it like this. So I'm a military guy. I sit here and I see my neighbor across the street. We're the same rank. We've been in the service the same amount of time. We're both single men. We uh, don't have any children. We've never been married. I'm watching this guy as he accumulates new cars, motorcycle, boats. He's taking trips. He's doing all these big and wonderful things. He's got a lot of beautiful women coming in and out. But me, on the other hand, I'm over here paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. What should I do? Should I sit back and say, oh, he only getting that shit because he a white boy? Or should I say, let me see how he's doing it. Let me learn the game from his perspective and let me apply what he's doing so that I, too, can have the same things that he has. Black women so what don't is the do- example for black women? What example do we have to look to? Look to the look to look to look to. I'm telling the women who are the women who are fit, feminine, the women who are willing to cooperate, the women who are married, the women who are in long term relationships. Right, those are far and few between in our community. They're not far and few. They're not. They are far and few. That's the examples. Yes, I'm not disagreeing with that. But see, every time. I but know, I I know to, what you're doing. You're being the devil's advocate. But every time. No, no, no. I, with, I just had a question. Every time we come up with a solution, there's always an excuse. That's you how you know do it's manipulation. That's you know how what? you do know manipulation. I, 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 actually, I actually provided a solution myself in my response. I said that we don't have something in place to counteract it. We need a we system do. in place. Wait a minute. Let me finish my comment real quick. Um, So what I wanted to say is that it's not as simple as after 18 years or if you go to college, you know, up to 21 years of being indoctrinated and not having something in place to counteract that to wake up one morning and say, oh, I see an example of, you know, um, a submissive wife that, you know, and it seems to be everything that I desire. So I'm just going to change myself magically. It takes okay. work. It takes a lot of <laughs> discipline. It takes a lot of self-reflection. I am Concrete going roles. through it, so I'm speaking from a person Concrete who's dealing roles. with it now. I've made major changes, and I still Concrete. have changes to implement. Right. But I'm saying it's not easy. Concrete roles. No one is saying that it's easy. But I bet you, you have girlfriends that went through that same system that you did, that's in your age category, that's married and happy. I'm quite sure you know some women. I do, but they're not submissive Uh, at all. Wait, wait, Uh wait. They may may appear not to be submissive. See, Mm -hmm. what's being said outside to you may not be what's happening behind those doors. I see their interactions with their partners. I see their interactions with their partners. Again, again, just because what some... Listen, I'm 
just because you see some type of interaction which may give you the indicator that she's not a submissive woman outside in the public or maybe when you go to their home to visit but the minute you leave i can guarantee you if he's worth his fucking salt that behavior is quickly checked okay so the general the submission isn't something that should submission is not something that should be turned off and on let me tell you something i have a partner who if i did not display my sub submissiveness and was trying to check him or run over him in front of somebody he's shutting it down then and there right and so i, I feel you. like if you're not being submissive in I, the front of in front of company then i doubt that you're going to be submissive when company is gone but, that, but that's only because that's how your specific relationship is set up what works for you may not work for them that that, that that may work for them her ability to turn off her submissiveness turn her submissiveness on and off may work for them as a couple may not work for you and your man well, okay I that, that. Listen, listen, I just simply my listen, point was that it's listen, not easy. I, I, I get your point and i understand your point but i guarantee you how many how many of your friends that you know that were in long-term relationships or marriages or engagements mm -hmm. that those marriages and engagement ended because of and you can look at them now and say oh i see why that nigga got rid of yeah, your ass. i have a few that i yeah okay even during see, i was like Ooh, he gonna leave so, her. so what i'm telling you is these are the lessons that you should be looking at and you can learn from you understand like i tell my sons all the time mm. don't be like dad so now i'm 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 i have to set the example of you know how to maintain don't don't do what they you know I, they mimic I other say women one for so long get, it's hard I get for them to come right. out of that shit. You know, the, that's the that's women true. who are. And I want to say yeah. this one. Go ahead. The the women no, you, you know ahead. who I are. The women the women who are deranged. You know what I mean? Are masculine themselves? You know, like Moesha. I mean, Monique. All them. All these women. You know who are known to be masculine and right now alone. You know, Lisa Ray and all them. Monique um, seems very submissive to her partner, like very, very submissive. You, we, we keep let me let me say this. We keep pointing to these 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 individuals who are very successful and have fame and money and all this shit. We cannot compare. Not that they don't have the same problems because they do, but what they have that that we don't have. They have multi millions of dollars that could alleviate a lot yeah, of stress. Yeah, but let him finish his point it. you they, because they, if they, he they wants to use an example that everybody can relate to. That's fine. I, I but get, I just I get to what, say one final thing. Yeah, it's just it's just too it's just so embedded for these women. You know, what I mean, these women, you know, who yeah may have a lot of money, of course, and all that, but damn it, they're alone. Exactly, they're, they're, that, they're that, lonely, and that's what I'm saying. This is why. I, this is why the most beautiful woman in the world in the universe at one point in time voted that way twice has had the struggles and trials and tribulations that she's had had it buried okay. for example well let me say this really quickly uh first i'm gonna read spiritual spiritual logics um um super chat thank you spiritual oh. logic aka hulk he says female empowerment is a trojan horse to bring in government control because they use emotional people that believe lies to bring oppression disguised as help. That is a very good point. And thank you. Thank you for the super chat. Jack Spade says one of the secrets to success is to do the exact opposite of what everyone else is doing, but Thanks. failing at it. Chase winning, not waterfalls. I love, love, love that, Jack, what you said. And that kind of relates to my point. I just literally wanted to make the point that I don't personally have any examples in my friends that I can um, that, that that I've gleaned from. 
Um, to be completely honest, the structure that I have in my home with my partner, and I'm gonna tell you something, women, women are very social creatures. They talk and tell all the business. Like I don't, I have far more respect for my mate than most of my friends have for theirs. And if anything, they look at me like, wow, this is an example of submission in, in the home. They don't do that. They're extremely westernized. They no. think I got more. They think I'm crazy. Hold on, crazy for acquiescing. What did you say, David? Wait, I want to ask you something right quick, Concrete, and I want you to tell me that it's true. Okay. When you look at situations in most cases with black women dealing with black men, would you say black women are earning what they're asking for and not getting it? Or are they feeling entitled and not and, and wanted? Oh, shit. Entitled. I, mm -hmm. I, I think that black women absolutely feel entitled. I see it like that's why I'm, I'm, I'm making my commentary. It's not to say that there aren't some, you know, um, people that I have in my life. But I think that most that, that I can glean from their relationships and I see submission and I see, right. you know, the male displaying leadership and the woman acquiescing or yielding to that. I right. see it, but it's rare within my generation and my group of friends. And I'm proud to have one of the only relationships that actually is a display of that. And I feel like maybe if I had more friends that were Muslim couples or even like, even possibly like Hebrew couples and things of that nature, I might may see more examples You're of that. But, but I don't. Here's the problem. See it. Here's the problem, concrete. But here's the problem, though. The point of the matter is, see, this is how you know the conversations are just bullshit. Because mm -hmm. that being said, they haven't earned it. The conversation over. You can't be sitting there talking about what I owe you and you ain't earned. You can't go to your job and say, hey, <laughs> showed up and got no money. Meanwhile, this is exactly what black women are doing to me. And the fact that it's yeah. a conversation, like Thank I said, you, David. I dance with y'all and play with y'all because I like playing because I be bored. But I don't <laughs> never misinterpret. I don't see the game. Like at the end of the day, you Amen. can't nothing for something for nothing. And that's exactly Amen. I agree, but I was simply just trying to make the point that I was trying to get to before you asked me the question. You. Listen, this ain't about you. I don't, I don't know. Don't, I'm don't, trying to finish my point. I got you. What we want to do is we want you to stay with us. If we're right, then stay with us on the fact that black women are asking for things they haven't earned. Stay there. Don't go into. Don't go into why. Stay here. Black Powerful. women not asking for things you have not earned. Check. Okay, David. Let me just. I understand what you're saying. Come and away I, I, from I, the light. Understand that you want me to focus on that point, and I agree that it's unfair to skip over that, and that wasn't my intention. But when you asked me, I like I have trying to get out the point that I was making as it relates to the conversation before you asked me. So I guess if I would have finished my point and then you would have asked me, I could have stopped and focused on that. I agree that black women are like I feel like black women are not holding up their end of the social contract that that should be in place if you want protection from black men. I have no. No problem saying that, and I have no problem dialoguing regarding that. Right, I understand. If you that's the have, case, if that's the case, problem. Can I say you, you don't have. Can I say a real quick, General. Oh, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. My fault. It, yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, if, if if it's not an issue, why can't we just accept inevitability? There's a lot of people from my generation. I'm a younger generation X guy. A lot of people my age and older, when it comes to the women, Kevin Sane will say they're gonna die alone. True. I, I say they're going to work till they die. True. Because a lot of black women don't know how to stop spending their money. So they're mm -hmm. going to work till they die, and they're probably going to die alone. And why can't that just be okay? 
why can't y'all just die? And I'm not saying y'all on the panel, but I'm saying, why can't y'all just die from, from suffering from y'all bad decisions? So I personally, so, so I personally can use your bad lives to continue to point out to young girls of what all this rhetoric gets you at the end of the day. I'm trying to show young ladies how, how to not be in those positions. So why can't y'all just die and suffer in peace so it's easier for me to just point it out to the younger ones that so they will avoid doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because I literally teach girls, and, and y'all may not know it. Some people who follow me may know it. I got girls that I'm involved with, and I literally I, teach I them all that single that. mother stuff. Okay, I literally point all this dumb stuff out to them, and I say, look who's telling it to you. Look how their lives are. Look how they all blew it. And is that where you want to end up? Because if you want to end up there, keep following their rule. Now, what, what's going to happen to them is they're going to continue to suffer. They're going to keep begging. They're going to keep getting older. They're going to keep begging for husbands, and they're going to die without one. Why can't y'all just do it quietly? Well, maybe not because that they're going to brag. Rude. That's horrible. I, I don't even know what to say. I, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, how do you Man, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to help these ladies out. Stop uh, making such a fuss. Just uh, suffer from what yeah, you told but, you suffer but from. Roger, Roger, Roger. Not y'all, of course. Not y'all, of course. I know. But, but in general. Think about, think about what you're saying, but I, I don't know if you have a problem with uh, what other people say about black men or like when chicks that divest say, um, they don't want to have kids with black men because they have these stereotypes and all this, that, and the third. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on, let them go. Ass men to die off. I want the bitch ass niggas to die off too. They need right. to go, I want them out of here. Right. Hey, oh, so, okay. How it is? So when me... do it. Okay, and we're got, we're about to start wrapping up. I'm gonna yeah. read Savage Red Recovery and Q. We're gonna start with you. Um, Savage Red Recovery says, "My sister went to college and she." She is submissive to her husband. She is also the breadwinner for two years while he changed careers. Uh -oh. Shout out to that white woman. Where the white woman is. Um, deflection. <laughs> yes. Ma major, major fucking deflection. Why is that the deflection? I'm so, just no, saying no, where the no, white no, woman no, is. No, she no, did no. good. It ain't got shit to do with white women. See, this is y'all could learn. Again, you need to oh. look at these women who are in successful relationships who have, because let me tell you why. There are 138 people retiring from the army in my retirement class, 138. Of that, 76 of them are black. Of that 76 that are black, 16 are black women. I've had a conversation with seven of the 16 black women. You know what all seven of those black women are now saying? Girl, I guess I got to find me a man now to come in and provide for me and my children. And I'm getting ready to retire, girl. I guess I have to hang up my player's jersey now. I need somebody to come in here and help take care of me and my children. Don't nobody want that old wolf. Bitch, you 40. You <laughs> 40, 40, 40 the only ones they can bitch, get is a blue 40, pill cell. You're 37. No, and these, no, hold on, no, hold on. Y'all been doing so good. Come wait a on, minute. Wait a minute. You, these women are between 37 to 53 years of age. They've been in the military for the most part at the low end, 20 plus years. At the high end, 32 years. 
You mean to tell me you've been riding the BJC, the big juicy cock carousel around for the last <laughs> 20 plus years. Now, because you're getting ready to retirement, we go, go into retirement. Now, you don't know what your money, your level of income is going to be. Now, you're looking for a safety net. Now, you're looking for some sucker to come in and take you and your chillings in and provide and protect you. Damn it does kid. not work no. that way. Final comment. Manipulation. It doesn't work that way. So, in, in my, uh, so that, uh, that's a part of my final comment. So let me close by saying this. All right. And as I had this conversation with these seven women and I asked them various questions, I said, well, how many kids you got? I got three kids. They stair steppers. My, my youngest child is six. I'm like, but damn, you 41 years old. You got a six year old. Yeah, I was married in divorce. OK, cool. Got it. You was married in divorce. Most of those women, the six, all of them have children by multiple men, by multiple men. So I'm asking them, so you mean to tell me now, if I were a single man, you would expect for me to come in and take you and your three children that you have by three different men into That's my true. home and share my resources with you. That's what you want me to do. That's what a real man does. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, shit. Hell no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, so Lord, wait a minute. That's okay. That is that is the BFF that we're yeah. talking about, and this is why those bitches will be left alone with cats and dogs. Well, love and hip hop got to their head this too is hard. Why, this is why they will be buying sweaters for their little cats and dogs. This is why this is why they will not get the weekend getaways. This is why they won't have the family getting by the Christmas tree. This is why they will get the pump and dump. This is why they will be doing girls trips. This is why they will be, um, what, what do they call them? Uh, uh, the side chick. This is why they'll be dealing with some married man who has to come see them two days after Christmas. You get the day after Valentine's Day. Get some dick Day. Christmas. Don't forget. Right. Right. Final comment. So in a nutshell, I just want to tell you that I'm seeing it happen in real time. I'm seeing the protection that black women are talking about. I'm seeing it go liking in real time. And you got to ask yourself again, ask yourself these questions. Why is that? I believe that it is because a lot of black men are weighing the consequences of their actions to get involved or not to get involved. I have a woman. If I don't know you and I watch you go out here and be disrespect, be disrespectful and jump up in a nigga's face and you start some shit with that nigga and that nigga go to bash your brains out, I may, depending upon the scenario and the situation, or may not stop you. Because I know my woman don't want me dead. I know she don't want to be burying my ass because I jumped up and tried to defend some motherfucker that I don't know. And I know, Sister George, you don't want Curlin to jump up and run out there and start windmilling for some brawl he don't know. And if you say you do, you lie. Point blank period. And that's my final thoughts. Thank you for having me. Peace and blessings. Love you all. Look forward to War Room with the General, because it's coming. Uh-oh. Thank you, the General. We appreciate you, as always. Thank you for coming and stopping by and contributing to the conversation. 1738 on the rocks as well. 
Definitely <laughs> some in, uh, interesting commentary, and we appreciate you. We definitely will be on the lookout for your page. Uh, we got a super chat from Jack Spade. I want to read it real quick. He says, the general is telling mad truth. Ex-military, and I date no ex-military women, notably retired with no children. Heck no. Thank you, Jack Spade. We appreciate yeah. you. And who's next, Danny? Uh, Ray um, Hamilton? Yes, let's have Mr. Ray um, give us his final thoughts. Uh, yes. Uh, for one, woman ain't submissive, willing to follow my program. I don't give a damn how beautiful she is. She is dismissed. Um, yes. And I see you're mimicking the women who, you know, resembles those women from like love and hip hop and all that bullshit. Um, yeah, you're dismissed because I'm not going to sit here and fight with you or try to pull teeth, pull teeth and nail to get you to see reason and to follow my program of being a submissive woman. Um, because I'm not going to let you run over me. I would dismiss you and show you, damn it, I can replace you. Hell, fuck with one. I'm, I'm going to show you I can bring two. You're going to walk in and see me with two females. I, I, I'm not playing with you, girl. You dismiss. Oh, oh play, yeah. play from the hell. I, 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 okay. I, 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 I'm coming that powerful because, damn it, no. Because for one, uh, you got to ask yourselves, well, part of a high-value woman to me is you having your coochie tight. You're not a high value woman if your shit is blown out. Then I gotta go. I gotta go fifty clicks. I gotta go fifty clicks to the left, and I gotta go twenty clicks up to the right and, and go up some yards in order to find your walls. No. no. Oh my god. Nonsense. Nonsense. So yeah. So uh, yeah. If your coochie is blown out, no. Um, no, we don't. No, I need muscle control. I need muscle control because I, I'm, I'm a bear. I'm a bear. I, I weigh I weigh 230 and I bench 350. I'm a bear. So yeah. Um I I need yeah. You, you got to be all intact. If I look at your body and you look like you've been through half the nation, I don't want you. Mm. Uh, Damn. Well, well, all right, Mr. Ray. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray, for your commentary. We appreciate you coming and joining the panel. I believe this was your first time. Yes, yes, it is. And I'm about to I'm about to subscribe because you know your channel, you got me interested in in the topics, you know, and also too, um, if you can't make this a part of your next stream, um, why a lot of sisters in particular have a hard time submitting to a man who is masculine, but He's a little nerdy. He's a little uh -oh. nerdy, brother. Mm. Uh -oh. That's an interesting question. I wish we would have had a chance to cover it, but we'll definitely talk about it on a future show. But please make sure to subscribe and make sure you come back. Definitely had some interesting things to say. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you coming up. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Mr. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ray. Uh, uh, Mr. Ray. Can I go? Mr. Mr. Ma Who's next? May I, may I go next, ladies? Can I go next, ladies? Well, absolutely. All right. Roger. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, a lot of interesting stuff got said. It was a good stream. Um, but I'm almost say, and this is something that men need to know and understand. Um, a woman's survival ain't your business unless you're your woman. Now that can mean she's your woman from a you and her. That's your wife, your girlfriend, or your fiance. Or she can be your woman as a black woman 
that is under the leadership of black men from the general standpoint, which a lot of black women don't want to do. Their first thing is, well, if he's not my man, I don't have to listen. Well, everybody who's not your man does not have to protect you. Black men need to learn to not feel guilty about unprotected women who don't listen to their men. Again, I don't know the details of the story. I'm going to check them out. But some lady got beat up in Harlem and it's supposedly a big deal. I'm not saying it was right that the guys beat her up. I'm never going to say something like that. Okay. My thing is, if other brothers saw it, they they have already assumed it's not worth their trouble to get involved. That's a bad look. Not on the men. It's a bad look because for the message that the men are receiving. If, if a black man cannot see enough value in a black woman to protect her, you can say anything you want about the men. But why did he come to that conclusion is the real question, because you're not going to change that situation until you get to the heart of that matter. Now, if it was a situation where nobody saw it because it happened at two, three, four in the morning, obviously she's not under the protection of a man because she shouldn't be out there at those time of night by herself anyway. Whatever she was going to get, if she's with a man, he would have went up and got it for her, period. What do she need at that time of night when nobody's going to see the beat down? But it couldn't wait till the next day. You went to a liquor store or, or something as far as what I'm hearing. It's not like you ran to, to, to go get bandages because you cut yourself or something like that. You go into the liquor store. If, if it ain't a medical issue, why are you out doing that at that time of night? A lot of women put themselves in bad situations because they do not follow the leadership of men. And then when bad stuff happened to these women, people say, look what you black men did. Y'all didn't protect this woman. The first question a black man needs to ask is where was her man when this was happening? And if she has a man, why wasn't she under his direction? And look at the situation. Is the situation conducive to her having a man? If she's unprotected, why is she unprotected? And if she's unprotected because she refused to listen to a man, why am I supposed to feel guilty about some woman that refused to listen to men in the first place? She's supposed to make it on her own because women can work and I know women may not like this, but because women can work, this is what happened because women can work. The social pressure to take care of a woman does not exist. It doesn't make a difference to me if you starve to death. It doesn't make a difference to me if your children starve to death because you can feed yourself and you can feed your kids. No man has to step up and do it. A real man knows his own value and a real man is going to be around the company of women that respects the value of who he is. I said earlier, as a man, for me to display leadership, all I need to do is show up. If a woman can't respect me as a leader because I showed up, then I showed up to the wrong woman, I'm going to simply excuse myself and let her handle it. I, I don't feel no lack of manhood because some woman wanted to take on the man's role, and I let her. She can do what she wants with the man's role. I came to do it. She ain't want it. More power to you. It is not my job to beat her up and force her to follow my leadership. That ain't our society. And when women look at all these other groups of men and how they protect their women, the one thing they don't pay attention to is how those men treat their women. No other group of men allow black women to go off on the mouth on them, to be hitting on them. You know what I'm saying? Because all type of domestic issues where women be hitting on men and all that type of stuff, to deny them their children and things like that, to... To, to be okay with them getting married and then getting out of the relationship two or three years down the road. And other places, women end up dead for stuff like for everyday stuff that black women do. 
in other societies, a lot of them do die. Not all of them, but a lot of them actually die for being disrespectful toward men from a general standpoint. And y'all call these people crazy, and the news will say, well, this guy was a loner and things like that. But if you pay attention, these men killing women out here. You see, you, you see stories of, of white guys, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he got a problem with his wife. What goes on? You see, you're, you, you don't look at the context. The white man all of a sudden killed his wife and his two daughters. The white man all of a sudden killed his wife and his six kids. Why did all this stuff happen? See, in their societies, men only take it so far, and then they take you out. Black yeah. men ain't taking out black women like that. And, and nobody gives us credit for not treating you the way other groups of people treat their women. We treat y'all better than anybody else is treating their women on the planet. Period. I, I don't care what people feel about that. That's the honest to God truth. We treat our women better than anybody else treat their women on the planet. And the fact that y'all collectively disrespect so many black men for treating you better than anybody else on the planet, allowing you to have more freedom than any other group of women on the planet, is absolutely disgraceful on y'all part. It ain't, it ain't our problem. That's y'all problem. Everybody can say those men ain't doing nothing, but everybody see why we ain't doing it from a collective standpoint. Now, I still believe in protecting black women. I will give every woman benefit of the doubt. But once I step in and you not listening, hey, sister, you got it. I forgot you were strong black and independent woman that didn't need a man. Mm -hmm. Here's your chance to prove it. So since it's your chance to prove it, you got it. I ain't got to argue with you. I got better stuff to do anyway. Y'all have a good night. Always a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Roger. We appreciate you. You said a lot, brother, as always. He always comes with a um, dropping facts and some. some you fix the audio. In his, uh, he always comes dro dropping some hardcore truths in his closing. Um, despite whether you agree or not, he. Um, definitely uh, says some points that hits home in his closing. So we appreciate you, Roger. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, got a super chat real quick from Bro Curlin. Yeah. Go ahead. Some reactions are instinct. This situation, quotations, may have been one of them. But one thing I will never do is hop in the middle of a domestic dispute. Thank More you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Chaos. What are your final Well, I should be saying some earlier. This is dealing with survival or the submission piece. What women should do? You multitask. You do both. How I say you do both because you go out, you get an education. Some y'all might have some degrees. Some y'all might not finish, but nonetheless. You're able to multitask. So when they talk about you must be submissive and you must survive, that should be easy for a black woman. It should be second nature. If you had to choose between the one, that tells me you're not good multitasking when it needs to be in regards to a mate. That's something a black woman wants to fix at the end of the day. Now, the thing that went on in New York, I'm hearing talk about this for some time now. I will not discuss this on my channel because I, at this point, where how the community is going, I just don't give a fuck to a degree, because we are going to engage in degenerate behaviors. This is that simple. Um, the only thing you can do as a black woman in this environment, no matter where you're at, is you know your environment, you must act accordingly, and if you have weapon, good. If not, then you have to behave in a certain manner that you don't draw attention to yourself, to men of any group, period. 
because what men gonna do, they're gonna take on to their, what they call aggressive nature, their beastly nature and lash it on you. And the only thing that you're gonna get at the end of the day, if you survive, is some stitches and finger pointing and a tongue lashing from other men in this group. That's the only thing you're gonna see moving forward. And I, I believe most men are gonna learn if it's not the one that's older, it's young women that's coming up watching this and they're going to learn because they don't want what happened to their sisters happen to them. How I know, because as a woman, you must nest in your environment. So you're going to have to adapt one way or the other. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You, you can put me down for a little bit. <laughs> for a little bit, you don't have uh, chaos has the worst panel etiquette in the Duh. world. But thank you, we appreciate you stopping by and um, dropping some uh, point, points uh, relating to the topic. And the bro, David Johnson, last but not the least, monster. Got the monster, all of that. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. what's going on here? Yeah, the monster, come on, that's the other beat. Um, I'd like to say something right quick. Y'all are really the most protected women on the planet. Chinese guys have child, uh, what is that? Child ring, child pornography rings. They beat the daughters. Middle Eastern men beat their wives. They, the Chinese people beat their wives. We know what them, 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 uh, them, uh, Caucasian folks do. And I ain't, I'm just saying like, y'all really are the most freest women on the planet. And it's crazy because the Bible says in Ecclesiasticus, give not your daughters much liberty or she will open her flap for every wandering arrow. Now, I know y'all know what the flap is and I know y'all know what the arrow is. And it says, give not your daughters much liberty. So now when I look at all the oppression that the, all the other women of other races really do go through versus what black women go through, it, it kind of confirms it being that y'all don't, we don't, black men are not trying to make y'all fear us. So y'all don't, whereas other races of women fear their men. And so they fall in line. So with that being said, I want to just say, brothers, don't go for the bullshit. These women know what they doing. I, she gonna she gonna bat her eyes. She gonna pucker her lips. She gonna tell you, Dad. Well, baby, I didn't know. She gonna tell you all that. But notice, she knows exactly what she's doing. And any woman who isn't calling out this dysfunction, she's not on your team either. The sisterhood ain't shit. The manosphere wins again. <laughs> Thank you, David Johnson. Later, Go. Later. We appreciate you, bro. Uh, um, David always says something that makes you think. I'll say that. Um, however, I want to say that um, Black men are not subjugating Black women. So in that regard, he was correct. But let's not act like Black like there's not a high rate of DV in the black communities. Like I think like some of the stuff that we say, we have to be careful with some of the stuff that we say. Um, Girl, some of this shit was just flat out cringy. Yeah, kind of like, are we really saying that? Like with the DV and the assault, like, you know, 
know, like black Rain. men in Georgia have been tied to um, sex trafficking rings. Like, let's not act like, let me tell you something. Black people are heavily influenced by white culture. Whatever they do, eventually black people start doing that mess too. So we can't point out something that they're, anything that they're doing that black people aren't also engaging in, um, you know, so eh. But uh, uh, to his point, black black women are not subjugated by black men. I will agree with that all day. You are absolutely right. Um, as it relates to <laughs> uh, submission, I absolutely think black women should submit and yield to those who are deserving of it. Um, I have no control over that, but I do think that if we look at the state of the black community, I think that part of it is the fact that we want to be so strong and independent that we've been into this whole feminist mindset. And as a result, it's impacting the black family at a high rate. I think that, you know, it's all but destroyed, you know, what, 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 um, any examples of, you know, positivity that we have in the community. Yeah, there are those small pockets, but it's like, you know, like maybe a third of, and that's being generous of um, the relationships that we see in the community. Like the question that Q asked me relating to, you know, examples that I have in my friends, I don't have those positive examples of, you know, traditional homes um, in my friends. That's, that's just not what I see. Um, I wish I saw more of that. Um, and I'm talking strictly amongst like, you know, my, my, my age group. Um, I wish I saw more of that. I hope to be the example of that for my children, as well as for, you know, people that I have uh, close connections with. Um, I, you know, he talked about something about, he made a point about something regarding like successful relationships. Um, I don't aspire to have a relationship like anyone's but my own. I think that we've tailored our relationship and ensure that it works perfectly for us. Um, I absolutely submit to my partner. And the crazy thing about it is I'm not forced to. It's something that I want to do. When you have a man who is embodying those leadership traits, you want to submit. Uh, you want to yield to his leadership. Like when you see like all of those qualities on display, you want to do whatever it takes to ensure your relationship is maintained, of course, within reason. But the great thing about it is he also sees that same value in me. <laughs> Crazy thing is like, it's, it's, it's hard out here, like dating and trying to find someone who has those same traditional values. So we've found that in each other. And I think that we're both extremely thankful and value that in one another and want to do what it takes to maintain our union. Um, so enough about that. Other than that, just some real good dope conversations surrounding the topic. Um, like I said, I, I was playing the devil's advocate because there is a group that is completely different from my, you know, my and um, Danny's um, relationship dynamics and kind of what we have, which is more traditional. Um, and I'm certain that we have people listening to us that don't subscribe to that traditional mindset. So as a result, I wanted to make sure that we touch on topics and speak to the other end of the spectrum uh, relating as it relates to this topic, because, you know, they, um, you know, they, their relationships don't model what, what our relationships are. So 
Um, with that said, thank you to everybody who joined the panel and um, came and gave your input on the topic. Thank you to the chat. The chat has some real good, interesting stuff to say. Um, I was skimming through it and it was kind of like they, they had some real good points, um, even to counter some of the things that I was saying. So I'm appreciative of that. But um, aside from that, thank you to everybody who super chatted us. As we've been stating, make sure that you're subscribed to both myself and Danny. Um, our brand is expanding. So we have some affiliates, which is my channel and her channel. And we are going to be doing some dope things on both channels. So make sure you're subscribed because we're um, uploading content, um, you know, very soon within a matter of days. So make sure you're subbed. Um, I think that's all I have on the topic. Go ahead, Danny, and take it away. Thank you, God, for everybody for coming out. Um, great panel, great show, great topic, great us. Come back. We're the shit. Um, please oh, we got no coming this weekend. Make sure you guys are tuning in. We're going to have a conversation about some, some real interesting things. We have two special guests, some people with their own base and, you know, some uh, authors and, and um, you know, life coach and yeah, some real, real, real good stuff coming. We will be posting something about it before um, Sunday, but make sure you guys are tuning in because we're going to have a real dope show this weekend. Yep. Um, wear your damn mask. The corona is still extra freaking real. And um, behave as much as y'all can because y'all know y'all some damn heathens. We're out. <laughs> have a great night. And where is our outro?